0: Hey, this is Ronja Kaminski from The Pinpricks, greetings from Germany, and you're listening to the Freeform Rock Podcast. You are listening to the Freeform Rock Podcast.
1: Is everybody
2: in? Is everybody in? Is everybody in? The ceremony is about to begin.
3: You meet Billy and Ian from the cult. Hello. How are
2: Hello. you? All
3: right. Good. Long time since you've been back in England, really, isn't it?
4: Yeah, we've been hiding away.
3: Have you been having fun?
4: Um, working hard. Yeah. Working on a new album. Been sort of uh, hidden away in the back, back uh, waters of uh, Oxford for a while. And then we were in uh, New York City for about three months, I guess.
3: It's a hard for life, th- isn't yeah. it? <laughs> yeah. The last 12 months have been absolutely superb for the cult, haven't they? I mean, you just really sort of e- exploded yeah <laughs> you, must, you must obviously be really pleased with the last months.
2: yeah it was nice to get a bit of recognition sort of breakout of being an alternative band
3: mm. which was nice don't you think you're still alternative
2: not really no not no. an alternative to anything you know like a <laughs> rock band yeah, really it's a big deal at the moment that's what we've been trying to say for ages yeah we're just trying to make people understand that we're not trying to be weird and wacky,
3: mm-hmm.
2: you know. We normally look like this, but it's just like the music's just basically rock. Yeah.
3: Has it not given you a problem now that you've had, you know, such big success with the last album? You know, is that how how the heck we're going to follow this?
2: Well, there's always more, isn't there? Mm. No, yeah. not really. No, we're just being
4: confident in what we've been doing. I mean, the sound's developed. It's um, you know, we finally found our feet, as it were. I um, think this is going to be our most successful venture yet.
3: Well, let's hope so. We'll talk more about what you're up to at the moment shortly, but let's uh, have a look at one of your mega hits. Uh, here's Shields Sh- It's not easy to say, is it? Shields <laughs> Sea
2: souffle.
3: Yeah, something like that. She Sells Sanctuary, the cult. I'm going to get it right this time if it kills me. That's The Cult and She Sells Sanctuary. Have you got any more difficult titles on the new album?
4: Memphis hip Swing. swing. <laughs> shake? <laughs> shake. What, Hipshake or hip man? Swing. King Contrary Man, say that very quickly.
3: King Contrary... Yeah, yeah oh. that's another problematic one. So, you've recorded your new album in America. Why America?
4: That's where the producer was. <laughs> he wouldn't come out of the country. It's, it's basically down to his diet, you see. He's, he's got these, sort of, like, two takeaway restaurants that he'll only... That's, that's his whole sustenance, his whole life source. What, junk food? Yeah, two places, Cozy's and Waverley, New York, so, sort of like, they would deliver any time, any place. Yeah, 24 yeah. hours a day. Something like tuna fish sandwiches like that, and that's what he lives on. So it's pretty much we had to go to the mountain.
3: Yeah. How did you find New
2: York? <laughs>
4: How do you find New York?
5: Turn left it. Right. Yeah,
2: right. um I've heard that one. It got a bit tiresome after a while. I mean we was working so we didn't really uh I've I i personally have never really thought it's that great. So just It's a, not much, just, not just
4: not another city, you know. It's just a big city with all the things that go on in big cities. I mean, like it's funny, the other day we were sitting in the in the studio just playing pinball and stuff like that, some mafia guy got murdered out in the street. You know, just like literally around the corner from where we are, and then another day another guy was like holding up the ice cream shop on the same street. Incredible. You know, all this is going on off outside of the studio. When you walk out in the street it's like, it can be very quiet, it can be very crazy. Did it bother you? No, you ju- uh, the first time I went there it sort of really intimidated me, but yeah, you get used to it. You know, just, you just walk sort of be- really quickly. And plus, you know, <laughs> nobody really gives us any trouble anyway. Yeah,
3: so it's Rick Rubin who's uh, produced Run DMC, Who, who produced- why him? Did he actually come to you or do you go to him?
4: We went to him. We went to him. Yeah. he was. Um, I was really impressed by some work we had that he did about a year and a half ago with the Beastie Boys, where he was mixing in sort of like rock, like A C D C and Led Zeppelin, in with the Beastie Boys stuff. Because they started out as like a hardcore punk band, and then he started to go into hip-hop, and then he sort of got this rock hip-hop sound, and I heard it, and I thought, this is wonderful. And me and Billy discussed him, and we thought, let's approach him about the project. And initially we started off just remixing Love the Moving Machine. Then it got out of hand, things got amazing, you know. So we just decided to re- record the whole album.
2: <laughs> that was it, we binned the whole. We Honestly. recorded this album once, yeah. a new album, Electric. We recorded it once in England and decided to bin it. So we just thrown <laughs> it away and started again and done it.
3: So, I mean, are you more traditional rock now than you were?
4: Yeah, it's just like, the only thing is it's less affected. I mean, the vocals were very affected in the past. There was a lot of thin guitars over the top and that sort of took away from the, the main body of the sound. I mean, the the sound's always been, I mean, there's always been that passion of what we have in the the new material. Just in the past, it didn't come through because there's so much stuff on top of it. All right,
3: well, let's have a look at the new video now, shall we? Here's The Cult and Love Removal Machine. (laughs) Really raunchy, The Cult and Love Removal Machine. It's excellent, isn't it? must be really pleased. (laughs)
4: Yeah, we like
3: it. When's the new album going to be out? April the 4th. Yeah, and it's called? Electric. Ta-da. Mm-hmm. Nice subtle plug. Yes. And you're going to be touring shortly as well.
2: Yeah. Yeah. In Europe, it'll be in the summer. It'll be like, look out for us at your local rock mega festival.
3: Great. Well, we'll look forward to that. Thank you both for coming in today. Great.
6: <laughs> All right, man. Welcome to another edition of the Three Form Rock Podcast, man. Charles Trainer has taken a sabbatical, and this is the first episode with our new co-host, who was introduced on the BS sessions weeks ago by Jerry. Mr. Mooger Fugger himself. What's up, Mooger Fuger?
1: Hey, guys. Thanks for having me. I appreciate um, you letting me stink up the joint and be here. <laughs>
6: this
1: and, is Mooger uh, Fugger.
6: This is Mooger Fugger. You thought he was a I
7: man. Thought he was, I thought he was like, I thought he had like the long black hair and the beard and whatnot. I thought that
1: was him. <laughs> no. <laughs> I'm <laughs> sorry. <laughs> it's just me. It's just me.
7: Like, who's this Paul Deano looking guy? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah
6: man i told eric i said how come you don't get the mooger
7: on your show because i thought he was a myth i i thought i thought that was just some kind of inside joke or something from like that I was, I was, I was an inside joke literally i didn't know this was an actual guy
1: <laughs> i'm really here man and i got i got a white beard from a a long and dark
7: <laughs> well, I got a lot of. Well, no, I was talking about the, like he had that. Pink... Oh no, maybe maybe I'm thinking of a different person. There's someone you said like, oh, this person's the Mooger Fuger, like you know, and, and so I add this person, and I thought that was the Mooger Fuger. So maybe it's a different guy. Because again, I thought this, I thought Mooger Fuger was a myth. I thought this was just a, a urban legend or something. <laughs>
1: <laughs> it's actually so boring. People would just. I would ruin it if I told everybody where the Muga figure came from.
6: You did on an episode. I you know, did. I did. I don't know if it was Freeform, video or what was it, but it's somewhere in time. You know, somewhere
1: <laughs> there. <laughs> I don't. I don't want to
7: know. I like to. I like to. You know, I don't want to know everything. I want to keep the illusion. You know, it's kind of like when Star Wars fucked everything up by telling you like where the Force came from. Just ruined everything. <laughs>
1: Hey, man, I,
6: i'm happy now he's gonna bring all them <laughs> decibel geekers into the show thank you man
1: <laughs> as long as it, yeah, i'll share it as much as i can but when i share it i'm shane paisley i'm not the mooger booger but oh, i know um the you know decibel geek love aaron and chris and they they uh they keep the mooger booger alive
6: oh yeah nice it's funny how they try to get it in sync and the Mooger Fuger.
7: I every time, man.
6: Sometimes <laughs> too, I
7: get worried. I'm like, are they gonna mention him? And they say it, and I get so fucking excited, you know. Dude, yeah.
5: this,
6: this guy is a fucking great motherfucker, man. I met him at Rocket Pod. He comes up to uh, me, it's... and goes, "I'm the Mooger <laughs> Fooger He's all wasted. Me, I know you. <laughs> <laughs> and then he goes, "I know you. You know who I am?" I go, "Who? I'm the Mooger Fuger." <laughs> <laughs> All right. and, uh, um, I said, "Here, man, have this bottle of tequila." I keep telling this.
1: Yeah, you know, he gave me the whole goddamn bottle, Aaron, immediately stole it from me. And, and now it sits on his CD shelf. <laughs> Mark, what
7: the fuck? You just had a bottle of tequila like what can you? <laughs> just pull out of your fucking pocket? No, well, it was one of those
6: little tiny bottles that Jerry left. Oh, yeah. Jerry went home, and I took it. <laughs> and I don't I'm know, like, so I brought it to the, uh, the freaking with the rock, the Col- Courtney. Ronan dole thing she was doing mm-hmm. the comedy yeah. thing uh-huh. with uh eric martin was up there which i got a picture of eric martin we're really cool uh and thank Craig you Goss dr take, thank you dr fuck for taking those pictures that was uh, i'm appreciative of that so i always say things Absolutely. nice about Absolutely. him too so i'm not just a dick but uh man fucking eric martin was ruled <laughs> Like, Charles said I had a chubby when he sang To Be With You. No, no. That's not their best... No, no, Mark,
7: you got a chubby when he sang his cover of Wild World. Oh,
6: God, I hate that version. (laughs) Oh, you know who does a bad version of that, too? Uh, Tesla.
7: (laughs) uh... You know, it's funny. It sounds like uh, Jeff Keefe and Eric Martin have similar sounding uh, uh, voices, in a way. So I could see that.
6: Well, they... The record company forced Tesla to put that cover on there for a single. <laughs> so,
7: <laughs> <laughs>
6: and that's a great album. Bust a nut, man.
7: Uh, <laughs> Bust a nut.
6: Fucking invited. Fucking great. Ooh, po- I've been invited, but I so just good. can't yes. make it. I feel ignited yes. and I got, just can't take it. I love that fucking
7: song. I, I got to listen to some later Tesla. I was one of those people, I really only listened to the first three albums. And I like the first three albums, so I don't know why I didn't really go further. Um, There's the no bad Tesla
6: except for Half a Shock.
7: <laughs> half a Shock? That sounds like a shitty album title.
6: Well, well your favorite guy produced it, Phil Cullen. He, he, he bastardized it. Oh,
7: God. Fuck them. Phil Cullen.
1: Yeah, like and he, he did for the, the fuck out of their
6: sound, God. man. I
1: I, I want to love every single Tesla record. So do I! But, uh, but that one was just bad. It was just bad. <laughs>
7: yeah, he did the same thing he did to Death Leopard. He just neutered hey, their sound. He hey. shot the balls off.
6: <laughs> hey, I like Phil when he does that to Death Leopard, okay? Because I understand they want the mop and the Hoopool, the T-Rex thing. That's fine. But you don't take it to a band that's raw as fuck and fucking clean them up. No, we want to see the dirt, we want to see the slime, we want to hear the fucking to see dirty leads.
1: No machines, and there was a bunch of machines. Yes! What happened? What happened? Zach, exactly. we <laughs> need, to to be no machine.
6: I need to review that I need to have therapy to review that album, because before that album, I said there was never a bad Tesla album. I love them all.
7: I
5: like yeah.
7: alright I'm, I'm on my Apple Music, and like, goddamn, that album cover just looks like shit. Shock god damn it's horrible
6: and there's some good songs on there um like i like the song shock uh there's a what's that other song on there that just kicks fucking ass hey Ta- oh there's a
7: song called taste like oh that song's a good one that, that oh my is... like, that song sounds stupid no 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 but that is the
6: sleaziest they get on that album which is like tears me apart we
7: can change the
6: world? Oh, that, that, that Good song. God, is, dude, that's Good God. The worst lot. song on there is... Calif- some time for change song bullshit. The worst song on there is fucking California Summer Song. Oh, it, Lord. What the, the fuck? Fuck! It sounds like Kid
7: Rock sounds all like night crap. long. <laughs> oh, I hate... Dude, I hate that song. <laughs>
6: God, California Summer Song is... What is this? Fucking Train?
7: <laughs> <laughs> what <laughs> what fucking Train. Fucking Train. Oh, God. <laughs> Fucking drops a Jupiter up your ass. You know no. that?
6: The first self-titled. I train, love that song, by the way. So. The first self-titled train album was good. It was rock Zeppelin-ish. <laughs> and then the second album drops a Jupiter. They got neutered. I go, who the fuck is this? <laughs> they, played Zeppelin. It, like, they, they played Zeppelin
7: live, and then they did this shit. <laughs> God, damn. Uh, money, 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 and wealth is a hell of a drug. <laughs> I guess so, man. But they ain't that big anymore, man. Oh, yeah, that's like such an early 2000s band.
6: <laughs> yeah, you know what a better band is? Three Doors Down.
7: I, I like Kryptonite. That's about
6: it. Dude, the first four albums, dude, they have a lot of fucking metal riffs on them, dude. Really good lyrics. Fake I, I listen to some of their stuff. They started I as a
1: Metallica cover band, by the way. <laughs> they did? Is that why they and have the singer, And the singer up? played the drums. <laughs> no way.
6: Listen to that song, what is it, Train Train now? That fucking riff that that guitar player is fucking doing that is just
7: God damn I-, I liked Kryptonite, I couldn't really get into any of their other stuff though. I was weird, like that stuff like growing up as a kid I should have gravitated towards, but I just gravitated towards the old stuff and all the stuff my friends were listening to and you know, like all the young people are listening to it. I just kinda thought it was lame. You know, I liked the the classic shit. I was just I was different as a kid, my mindset was different.
6: They were like rock when there was no rock. They brought the rock. Oh, they still rock. No, they e- still even, rock the, no, even the song, When I'm Gone, listen to those riffs that guys do. It. Yeah. Tell yeah. me what I am, tell you what it would be, when I'm gone. Then that fucking acoustic, and it just goes into that fucking killer solo. Fucking that yeah. band is fucking good, dude. Seriously, you might not like it because I don't like King Diamond, but... Uh, <laughs> <laughs>
1: It, it, I wanted this, to. I wanted to like King Diamond so bad. I, I, wanted, fucking love, King I love Merciful Fate. I love King Diamond music. I just cannot wrap my head around the voice.
7: I, I think can't. for me, it, it's funny because I'm a snob when it comes to vocalists. If I can't get into uh vocals, I can't get into the band. But something about his voice, I think just because of how unique it is and because of the stuff he sings about, especially in Merciful Fate. The voice, I think, just adds to it because he sounds like he's from hell. Like, he sounds like this evil Crypt, keepter, crypt Keeper demon or something. <laughs> and, like, it, like it, it works for me. Like, and I think if anyone else tried doing that voice, I think because of the music he does, it just fits with it. And so that's why I, I really dig his voice. But, yeah, I'm, I'm one of those people, man. I'm a vocal guy. But there's a lot of singers I like that maybe some people wouldn't necessarily like. Like, I like Razor. I like, uh... I like Razor, and that guy's voice is a acquired taste. You
1: know? sure, Razor. But you're you're allowed to like whatever you want to like, man. I mean, you don't need to justify it to us. If well, You like it, you like uh, it.
6: I'm not allowed to like what I'm sub- not. Oh, I, I get pi- people get pissed off at me because <laughs> Mark. I
7: think it's because you're you get a little passive aggressive sometimes. No, or no,
6: some no, no, don't, I always, don't I
7: always tell you
6: guys in the comment if you guys like it? I just give you an opinion. It's not passive grossness. It's just a true opinion. Sure. And I, then when you guys say lawyer, I'm but... stupid, I go, whatever. That's it. I'm
1: glad, I'm glad we all have opinions, man. Yeah. I mean, I love Ronnie Millsap, okay? That's <laughs> some yes, I... great shit. And I'm, supposed to mom, I'm, a... I'm supposed to be the mooger figure, but yeah. I like Ronnie Millsap. So. My mom My love Ronnie loves Millsap. Ryan
7: Millsap. My mom loves Ronnie Millsap. She has a CD of his. Your mom is cool, but, uh... dude. Yeah, uh, you know she you know, wants to be would... on
6: an episode with you and me and all of us. So, oh, nice, nice. She said you need to teach her though.
7: Yeah, yeah. She bought like a microphone and whatnot. I- I'm so I'm getting ready to. I'm getting ready to go on not only my uh, vacation, or I'm gonna be gone for pretty much all December to get married in the Philippines, but I'm also when I get back. I'm putting in my two week notice at this at this job, and I'll say it because no one's going to be fucking. No one from my job's going to listen to this shit. It's like seven months later, uh, dude. <laughs> no one listens to our pod. No one listens to our
6: podcast. you will be on vacation but... when this comes out.
5: Hey,
6: hey yeah. people listen to my podcast. Oh, no, I'm saying
7: the... no one I work with is going to listen to it. Oh, that's good.
6: <laughs> I, I, I get upset when somebody you. says no one listens to us.
7: Yeah, I'm no. not throwing a jabby jab at you, man. I'm just so saying say no one from my work going to listen have, to We this have over 41,000 in eight years Listen, so that's. I wouldn't want people. I wouldn't want people from my work to listen to my podcast on the shit I say. But
6: I would. I, I always loved them, Hey, <laughs> check out the podcast. They did check out the snorting video, so that was cool.
7: Oh God. Cool. But uh fucking um but yeah, then when I get back in I'm putting in my two week notice uh yeah, my you know, my boss left and I got no family here and my boss is the only reason I was staying at this job. Um and yeah, it's not happy with certain things going on and I just want to go be close to my family. So I got a job lined up uh gonna go to north Car- back to north carolina uh near my uh family you
6: know you could probably hit shows up with bushy he, i think he goes up to asheville that's that's
7: dude that's the biggest thing i'm looking forward to is now there's so many shows i'm gonna be able to see and there's a lot of shows coming up in the spring that i want to check out and like now i'm gonna be able to see them but because they probably hang out with bushy that's cool too yeah they'll take you to awesome. a
6: poison show
1: kicking and screaming. Oh,
7: Jesus Christ.
1: <laughs> hey, Eric. Eric, where do you live now?
7: Uh, Goshen, Indiana, which is basically Amish country. There is nothing here.
1: <laughs> I am in Fort Wayne, Indiana.
7: Are you serious? No way. Yeah. I wish I had known that earlier. Right. I used to, I, you know, I'd go some, because occasionally some shows would come to Fort Wayne, so like, I think I, I went to uh, I've seen like Overkill and uh, a couple of oh, shows in yeah. the Fort Wayne area. Oh, yeah, Great show. Great show, by the way. Yeah, that was a good one. But yeah, fucking, uh, yeah, I'm in Goshen, Indiana, man. Just like the kind of the middle of nowhere. But it'll be oh. nice kind of being in an area where more shows like come, come my way, you know, cause like, you know, Goshen, Indiana, like not, not every man comes to Fort Wayne. So you gotta go all the way down to Indianapolis. You gotta go all the way to Michigan or all the way to Illinois. And then with that, that's like, fuck, now nah, I gotta probably rent a hotel. I'm gonna get like a rental car because I don't want to put miles on my vehicle, this and that. And it's like, yeah, it's a, it's it
1: sucks. I know. I lived here all my life, dude. Oh, <laughs> uh,
7: see, it, see, with me. It sucks because like I grew up in in Illinois. Like I pretty much spent most of my life in Illinois, and so I was used to like you know everyone comes to Illinois. Every fucking band that goes on tour, they were going to stop in Illinois somewhere in the area, which is where I was. So like you're never gonna miss a show. It was rare a band skipped Illinois. So, going from that to Indiana, where, like, you get no, you're lucky if you get certain shows, was just, like, sucked.
1: Sorry. And, ask how, and Eric, may I ask how old you are, like, what generation you're in i
7: Uh, 30 years old. Born in March, born March 8th,
1: 1993. Jesus Christ. I've already been <laughs> to so many of my music? by that time. What
7: the
6: fuck? No wonder.
5: <laughs> What's that? <laughs>
6: <laughs> motherfucker you know how old i was in 1993
7: how old either 32 or 33 so you're the same you're like no, no, same I was H- 20, H- no, no i was
6: 22 or 23 i was in that oh. grunge fucking shit when i didn't know what what the fuck was happening because i was still buying <laughs> and nirvana and pearl jam and fucking great white you know i didn't know there was a fucking uh they were wiping out fucking cool music at that time which needed to be done? There needed to be a cleansing when you have and Britney Fox fucking making. Out. Uh, uh, oh god, Britney Fox! You.
7: Oh, Britney
1: Fox, Fox sucks. That's
7: like, Fox. it's like, it's like, that's uh, like if you're like, mom, I want to see Cinderella. And she's like, so we have Cinderella at home, and you got Britney Fox. And, and no. I would say, Trichter, Cinderella Trichter was amazing. Britney
1: too. Fox sucked.
7: Yeah, Cinderella is so much better. <laughs> fucking Britney Fox just was ass. Like, right, Tr- just
1: that I was in fucking college, I and mean, my god. Son of a bitch! He's like
7: a Cinderella clone.
6: It's like listen. They weren't even that.
1: They weren't that good. No, they
6: weren't that uh, good. They were horrible,
1: and they yeah, came man. out in '89 actually, '89, '90, was when their debut dropped. Yeah, yeah.
6: so
1: that there was is, even well before '93. A... Eric skipped that shit.
6: Yeah, Eric. <laughs> but is your dad, man? Is that Ronald Joseph? Your dad?
1: yes that's my dad Mr. well Daddy. we
7: don't know yet I, he's still saying i might be the ups man son <laughs> we always make that joke anytime i say i like something that he doesn't like or whatever he's like no nah, maybe you are the ups man son." Well,
6: he was telling me that i'm dumb for not liking sabotage but it's cool
7: <laughs> my dad uh, my dad's a huge sabotage fan oh i, I got that i
5: got that from him <laughs>
7: Yeah, that's like my. Until my dad discovered Black Label Society, Sabotage was his number one fucking band. Now they're his number two. Uh, once he discovered Black Label and Zach Wild, man, that was, like Sabotage was his number one man. He has a mirror. I my stepdad made him uh, a mirror that he because my stepdad does laser engraving.
5: That's cool. Your,
6: his replacement helped gave your dad something. Wow. Oh, yeah, they they, they got
7: they get along and shit, but, like, uh, awesome. so he's got, like, a, yeah, laser engraving machines. He used to do laser engraving before he passed on to my dad's friend, Kevin, but he has a, he made a mirror, and it has the fucking guitar with the roses on it, and then, like, the the lyrics to Believe by Sabotage on it, because my dad had that as his uh, computer screensaver for so long, because he fucking loves that song, my dad wants to be, uh, that's the song my dad wants at his funeral. I was like, "God damn it! That was the song I wanted at my funeral, you asshole." And I'm I'm just gonna look like a copycat.
6: I just want, <laughs> in my time of dying, and Amazing Grace.
7: <laughs> uh, I'm trying to think what the fuck I'd want as my my funeral song. I don't want to use Believe though, because my dad already took it. and I don't want to be a copycat. Um, right. I, I, you know what about sabotage, dude?
6: I've listened to all eras of it because you guys keep pushing it and pushing it and pushing there's,
7: it. There's there's different eras. There is different eras. Different
1: they, eras. eras they both sound eras very, very different. The
6: vocalist and they didn't get any No, error.
1: no. It was when Zach came on as vocalist that I liked them.
6: I, I like hated Steven.
1: John as a vocalist. He sucks.
7: Oh, see, um, I love John. I'm just he's a, uh, he's another
1: acquired uh, taste, though. Uh, he's
7: an acquired taste. I'm just
6: but, like it,
1: it is. It is, man. <laughs> I'm
6: just like. I want to like stuff like all my brothers and friends like. I want to like the freaking King Diamond. I want to like the Merciful Fate. I want to like Sabotage. <laughs> but I gotta be honest, I don't. I don't like Sabotage either.
1: Try listening to Wake of a... Okay, yeah, of a, yeah.
6: Everybody tells me this. Listen to this <laughs> error. Listen to that. No. I've listened to all of it. I have Amazon Music. I listened to the whole disc. Right. I didn't like anything by Sabotage. And
7: I don't like that Trans-Siberian shit either. I love
6: Trans-Siberian. Oh, Trans-Siberian.
1: Trans-Siberian. Ah, TSO! Dude. TSO, this,
7: baby! Uh, <laughs> dude, I'm so sad because this is the first year I'm going to, you know, because I started getting into a habit of seeing them again every year and then I'm not going to see them this year because I got my trip coming up. You're
6: down the street for me and I don't want to go. Oh, fuck you,
7: Mark. What the hell? Look,
5: it's a great... you, Easy...
7: If music you don't like... Kids. Here's the thing, Mark. If you don't like the music, though, like, the show is amazing. Even if you're not a fan of the music, if you went to the show, like, with your wife, and you see, like, all the cool visuals I and want stuff, the it'd, be music. Air,
6: it'd be fun. But give me a fucking guy with an electric uh, guitar, a drum, well, here's,
7: and a bass,
6: oh, here's and don't the give thing. me lights. Play fucking great music. Well, not, here's th- I don't th- here's need a thing.
7: fucking show. Oh, here's the thing, Mark. <sighs> here's the other thing, too, I want to point I out. Need music. Their music sounds so much better live. Like, it sounds more meatier live like especially now like it's just you know there are times where like there's certain songs they have like i listen to the studio version and it's just not the same anymore because of what they do with it live i understand
6: that rush i'd rather listen to the live tracks than the studio tracks
7: i'm telling you mark go give them a try one year take your wife it'll be a fun event you'll have fun like you don't
6: and heartbreakers live shit Amazing. I'm
7: telling you, man. TSO, like a lot of those songs are way better live, and they're more rocking live. This, this is go go check it out, All fans. you sabotage fans, it's like, why don't you like sabotage? You're hurting. Well, no, your I, I'm not being like up your ass about like fuck you, Mark. You don't like sabotage? Or I'll beat you up. You're hurting I'm, like, I'm like, I'm like yeah, I'm telling you, man. You, I think I think you'd like it if you want to see him live. I think the I think they saw him better live than on the album. I, so
6: love, quite... Joe, I love Joe hey, Holkstra.
7: Hey. I think he's on the eastern
6: side with that tour.
7: Yeah, you guys yes. get Jeff Scott Soto, Al Petrelli. Uh, Great musicians. You get, Bla- you get Blas, like Elise, the they play, Blas Elise. Blas Elise. Mark, you love Slaughter. Blas Elise I love drunk. fucking I'm Blas with. Elias, man.
6: Stop,
1: Eric. <laughs> We're right. Mark's wrong. That's cool.
7: Yeah,
6: hell yeah. Hey, I'll, I'll take the hit on that. You know what? Because I'm not a narcissist. I'm wrong. I am totally I'm a fucking everyone. wrong. Sabotage is
7: awesome. I just don't get it. I'm just, I'm just saying, Mark, give him a try, dude. The tickets are not that expensive. I think you'd have fun. I think you and your wife would have a good time at that show, man, I got extreme
1: Christmas.
6: tickets, so I'm fucking happy.
1: Ooh! Oh, those are nice tickets right there.
6: Yeah. Okay, yeah. I don't know why fucking... I, I think Gary Cherone never went to Van Halen.
7: Nobody would have talked shit about it
6: like sam uh, I, don't well, the anyway. I don't
7: think anyone would have known about him well <laughs> so I, did. Van halen. I did i, I did I, 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 I I, I, I'm, 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 I'm serious i didn't know about him until like uh if it wasn't for van halen because i'm like it, oh it, who's this third van halen singer oh you start like, a band called
6: extreme it's like well, no i was like i was like apprehensive because i like gary and extreme and i like sammy and, and van halen And I was going, oh, Gary Sharon, man, he might bring a different flavor to this, because I do love him in extreme. Oh, he brought a
7: different flavor, all right. Well, it uh, wasn't his fault.
6: Eddie was drunk as fuck, and they didn't fucking complete. They rushed the album out, and when they went live, they fucking fixed the songs live. I I will
7: admit, though, that album, I'll take that album, though, over... I'll take that album over the Sammy albums. You're I mean, that's not up. saying... You're, fuck. you're fucked up, Derek. <laughs> no,
1: not uh, but, but Hey, but does anybody think that they were pushing Gary's vocals a little bit? On oh yes. yes,
7: I agree.
6: Yeah, because a- if you listen
1: yeah. to,
7: if you listen to, there's a whole there's a video called Train Records where they talk about you know. Bad albums by, like, famous artists. They're, like, albums that failed by, like, big artists. Van Halen 3
6: is not that bad.
7: And it was, uh... They talked about Van Halen 3. He mentioned how, like, listen to his voice in Extreme, And then here, listen to him, like, doing Van Halen. They're trying to make him sound like Sammy.
6: I I loved Extreme, man. Like, and I was watching Bill and Ted the other day. And when I first saw that movie, I didn't know who the <laughs> fuck Extreme was. And then I hear... <laughs> A play with me, you know, would you like... Nuno is fucking going the fuck off. I thought that was keyboard parts by like mm. fucking Sebastian Bach. What, what's that guy? They had Bach right in there in the fucking, and I saw all these old stores like Oshman's and Builders Emporium that are gone now yesterday. And I was going, fucking A, I'm old. <laughs> mm-hmm. San Dimas did well. not have a civic arena. That was a Long Beach ah. arena where all a lot of great concerts were. At man. And that fucking Circle K was in fucking Arizona, wasn't in San Dimas. I live here. I know this shit.
5: <laughs> <laughs>
6: but fucking Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure. Fuck, I want that soundtrack, man. They got wing- the second one, especially with Winger, fucking Slaughter. I like God Gave
7: Rock and Roll to. Oh, I love that song. I, I love, love that, song. that fucking song. I agree with people say I love that damn song. It's, I saw. Well, I got to see them. I, you know what's sad? I got to see him play it live, but it was, like, in 2010, so it sounded horrible. <sighs> like, it was like, oh, like, they're playing a song, but Paul's voice sounds like shit, and the <laughs> band sounds tired and old, you know? <laughs> that Who's was horrible. Who's dual
6: leads? Because there's dual leads in the beginning of that song. Is it just doubled?
7: I don't know. That that show is so horrible, Mark. Like, I try and erase it from my memory. No, yeah, what I'm
6: saying <laughs> on the studio track. Oh. Paul can't play a lead like that with, uh... Paul
7: can. I I think Paul's capable. Like, Paul's a pretty good guitar player. Because that was like a dual lead solo. Anytime that man... Like, that man, every time he did a solo, it was always good. He didn't solo much, but when he would pull out a solo, it was fucking amazing. But, um... I, I, I love that song. But, man, let me tell you something. My friend was just getting into KISS. Like, he was, like, his KISS is one of those bands where there's kind of a stigma. Sometimes they're not cool to like, you know. So, you know, my friend was kind of like, uh, oh, what's, you know, because he knew I was a KISS fan. And he's like, well, you know, where's are some good albums to start with? I bought him, like, all my KISS CDs. So I'm like, okay, start with this. If you like this, do this. You know, and he was starting to kind of get into them. You like Ace Fraley. And we won tickets on a radio station to see him in 2010. Now, I saw KISS with the original lineup when I was in first grade, and it was awesome. And I told him, like, dude, like, you're going to fucking love this. It's going to be awesome. Best show of your life. And, uh, you know, I I hadn't really paid attention to what Kiss was doing, so I was unaware of Paul's voice. Like, I was unaware that his voice was gone. And so we go to the show, man, and I'm, like, so excited. And it was just heartbreaking. It was, like, oh, it was just depressing because I'm, like, wow, what the fuck happened? And then my friend, Mm. I see my friend slowly, like, losing interest in kiss like yeah this kiss man's not so great and now he just hates kiss <laughs> <laughs> and i'm <just> like great <laughs> i'm going to i'm going to throw you kiss fans a bone here
6: if paul never lost his voice i would go see kiss
7: i would see i would go see him too if he didn't lose even though like even though i i hate tommy and eric wearing that makeup i hate the stale settlers he's
6: a badass drummer though man
7: He's a great drummer, but I, I hate he's seeing, better I hate than Peter. He is better than Peter. Chris. Peter Chris is good. Oh, well, well, Eric Carr was Chris better now. than Peter Chris. I like Peter Chris's style for that seventies kiss, but he song. lost his skills. Oh
5: well,
7: yeah, now now he lost his skill. But I mean, uh, if Paul didn't lose his voice, I would go see him one last time. I would, you know, the set list kind of sucks, so I probably wouldn't see him like every year that they came around unless okay. they change up set list, but. If Paul didn't lose his voice, I would go see the the final tour. Final tour, get out of here. Okay,
1: can <laughs> I chime in? Because Kiss is go my like yeah, number show one favorite too, band. Brother. Go for it. Yeah, yeah. Do what you right. want. I, You know, interject I just,
7: whenever
6: you want, man.
1: Okay. Well, you know, it, it was heartbreaking to see like Paul lose his voice because my first concert ever was Asylum in nineteen eighty six. In 1986, uh, in Fort Wayne, Eric. <laughs> Damn, I. Yeah.
7: The only sad thing about that tour is they really didn't play a lot of songs from Asylum, and I think that's their best non-makeup album. Dude, I love that dude, album. It is,
1: and, and everyone wants to Asylum. play that Asylum up as the glam record only because of the videos. If yeah. you look at if you look at the like inner photos and everything, they're like in street clothes. They're fine.
6: I like it. And I they, like that 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 80s kiss. I don't like Crazy Night. But Asylum,
1: Asylum is amazing because it's, great, it's so great great much album. heavier than people give it credit for. It
7: is. It's yeah, really I, I love right. that sound it has because, like, you know, you watch the videos, you watch Kiss Exposed. Like, it has, like, that... Miami Vice ish kind of look and sound to it. Like, I feel like I'm cruising around in the 80s, you know, like with all the neon colors and shit, listening to that, picking up chicks and hot tubs and whatnot. Like, it just has that vibe to it. It's such a fun fucking record. I, I love I, it.
6: Uh, <laughs> I'm just wondering why Paul doesn't come
7: out as gay. Dude, you know, he, get, I, no, I think Paul's bi. I do think Paul <laughs> does love women women, but, like, I, I think he also... That uh,
6: video where he's with all those women, it looks so disingenuous.
7: <laughs> For real? Where he's taking a shower with them? Yeah, it just so looked like he was into it.
1: Y'all are gonna have to talk to my wife, because she's been asking the same question. But, <laughs> I'm, I'm probably the only one on the planet who says, no, he is absolutely fucking straight, he's just feminine. Oh,
6: I think that, I just think he doesn't know how to act like a guy. <laughs> <laughs> he looks so like I don't want to be with these hot women why am I here
1: I got a flashlight and some some wire nuts and some super glue am I a guy <laughs> is that acting like a guy
5: <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> seriously this right? probably but isn't going to be a video is, episode wire nuts. it's like when yeah, he damn. says on
6: the live album who's out who's getting high tonight you know uh, <laughs> it's so disingenuous him being with all those chicks he didn't want to be there he just <laughs> did it to make money
5: <laughs> yep
6: <laughs> come on Shane maybe get that. Too, he looked well, like maybe a cat out, out of bread. water you know <laughs> come uh, on I, who
7: you wants know, to be lonely though is my favorite kiss song of that all is time a great song, man. that's my What's favorite that? kiss who wants to be lonely that's my favorite kiss song of all time like, really? out of every song they've released, like from the 70s to like now, that's, I think, the best song, in my opinion.
1: I love it. Much respect, Eric. I like yeah, it. Yeah, hell yeah. I like
7: it.
6: Yeah, I, lo- I, I like a, a lot of Hot in the Shade 10 songs.
1: Yes, I do.
7: Yeah. I, do. I, I always tell people I think Crazy Nights is way worse than Hot in the Shade. And Hot in the Shade just seems shady because it has so many songs, but like, some of them are really good but then there's a lot of crap buried on it i think uh, if they shortened it i think if they hey, shortened it
1: it would hey, be better hey hey read my body is a masterpiece
7: i masterpiece. like that song <laughs> oh you know what that song is hilarious
1: <laughs> <laughs> it is it is
7: <laughs> it, it makes me laugh every time I hear it Because it's just so bad That it's almost kind of good It's like Kiss Meets the Phantom It's so bad it's good
1: What I didn't realize When I heard that song for the first time Is that it is Absolutely <laughs> cherry pie And pour some sugar on me Combined
7: yeah. And like it's like blatantly ripped off Like it's,
1: I mean it even starts off with Da 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 da, da 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 da. Like, no, my favorite. She's my trip, read my body. <laughs> <laughs> I love,
7: I love the beginning with the stupid uh, Casio keyboard, like uh, <laughs> fucking drums. <laughs> it's You're... like Paul Staley I feel like Paul Staley went to a fucking music store one day and he hit the wrong button <laughs> on a Casio keyboard. is like. Duck, duck, duck. <laughs> you know, like, oh, my God, this is amazing. I need to make this into a song.
1: <laughs> like, jeez, you need to hear this. Oh, my God. I you think, I, think I had that Casio keyboard, and that was a pre-programmed drum track. Yeah,
6: it really is.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
6: dude, I wanted a Casio keyboard so bad as a kid. My mom never got it for me. But my grandma did get me a ColecoVision, so that ruled.
7: <laughs> <laughs> oh, my. All my friends had like a Casio keyboard. I never did.
6: <laughs> it's like in television, a keyboards, man. <laughs> uh, you get, you get yep. a cork. Get a cork!
1: I had well, a Mark. Casio keyboard. You could not play more than two keys at one time. <laughs> so you couldn't play an actual chord. You <laughs> could play a Christ. pentatonic uh, G and uh, like maybe a susky or a G or a D. It, it was horrible.
7: Hey, Mark. So. You're wearing the Iron Man shirt. I wanted to bring something up, so I, I, um, I'm a little hesitant because I'm looking at the set list. I'm kind of like, eh, but like, I might go see Iron Maiden if but the ticket prices should. are not too. Ex- and it's one of those things. It's like, even though I I shit on Maiden all the time, I kind of want to just see him just to say I They're did see like Maiden. Alexander the fucking great, dude. That's a big reason I want to go because, like, I so I actually went back and like uh. I I gave Somewhere in Time a chance cuz I do love Alexander the Great and they were doing this tour with Somewhere in Time. Oh. I like half of that album. Dude. I like half so I like I like uh I love Suggsy, uh, you know that? Oh, that album's fucking sucked. No, I, mean, um, I, I like, like progressive rock. That's why it's progressive. That's not progressive. That's just that them is... doing a song for way too long. Well, you know, if you
6: cut down like Aaron Camaro did on book, if you take out the intros and just get to the beef of the songs, are great. It's <laughs> not go.
7: really progressive. They're not doing anything like anything revolutionary or whatnot. It's just it's. Uh, I they could go on, on forever about that. Kick out
6: that third guitarist, man, because he adds nothing to the band.
7: <laughs> <laughs> oh God, yeah
6: yeah come baby. on yeah dude i've seen him live with him I twice you need to get rid
7: of fucking bruce fuck bruce now fuck so you <laughs>
6: bruce on. has flamethrowers on his fucking Mark, arm Mark,
7: i don't care if he has flamethrowers anyone can do that i was it, at it, the show in anaheim He's i was at the yeah. show in
6: anaheim where this fucking guy jumped the stage and bruce goes come here come here he like way him to come here and he gets him in a headlock and throws him to the security in the side that was fucking amazing yeah, but Mark, I
7: think he's an overrated vocalist. No, like, no, he no. is so overrated as a vocalist. No. I do not like his
1: voice. Well, let me, let me understand this, Eric. Yes, you don't like Bruce.
7: I'm not a Bruce fan. I, I, I like, uh, I like the stuff he did with Samson, and I like Ooh. uh number of the Beast, and then I like, you know, I like Power Slave too. That's a good album. But like, Power I, never is thought, I, I never
1: Did I put that on my never, 1984 records? By the way, because like, Power Slave was one of them.
7: <laughs> I
6: never thought his voice was that because great that, like I feel like after heard revolution twice so Go ahead.
7: after <laughs> after a
6: number it of the... deserves
1: a double mention but eric I appreciate appreciate your opinion man because yeah. I am a I'm like you i'm a I'm a vocal snob it yeah. like it, it can be like just a hair just a frog's hair split three ways if your vocal is good enough for me or not yeah uh, and and i i I appreciate everyone's opinion. It doesn't matter. I love Bruce, but it took me a minute. Um because some things sometimes I think he's just really flat and strains a things. lot
7: too. Like
6: yeah.
5: Well he did
7: and have uh, the thing thing he, was, did, is... he did have some cancer
6: in his throat, so I mean, He's Mark.
1: No, no, a no. no I'm, talk-
6: Mark, I'm talking the about the 80s. old
7: stuff. The old stuff. Well, like okay. uh, live too. after death, he does stream, but it's oh, still. A great album. I, I, I. So many people talk about, oh, that's the best way I'm ever? And it's like that sounds. That's so made cool. in England. Uh, that one too. Uh, Beast over hammersmith Give me that any eh? day. That was Bruce's voice at its peak. Like I don't know. He just Wait, Number of the Beast and Samson. He had a, a bite to his voice. He had like this meanness to his voice, whereas uh. You know, after that, once Peace of Mind once peace of mind came around, his voice was just changed. It was more flat. It was, you know, he would strain a lot. And, like, his voice, like, some of the songs were just, like, his voice would get on my nerves. But going back to Somewhere in Time, I went back and listened to that album. Half of it is good. The other half I still don't like. I like Wasted Years. I like um, Stranger in a Strangeland. I've realized Deja Vu is a really great song. I love yeah. Deja Vu. Yeah. And I obviously still love Alexander the Great. The rest of the album, I can't stand it. But, and the thing is though, I do like the the production. A lot of people like hate it because of the production with the keyboards. I think it works great because they're trying to get that futuristic sound. So it worked. Hey, but they like, did
6: better than Priest on Turbo with those keyboards though. I like P- Turbo, <laughs> goddammit. I do like <laughs> Turbo, <laughs> Turbo, but I'm saying. Turbo rules. Turbo rules, but I'm no, also no, they saying for a My- that that, that made used the keyboards a lot better than Priest. Well, no, I like turbo. what
7: Priest did with the keyboards too. I mean, Maine was trying to do a futuristic Blade Runner sound with the keyboards, and Priest was trying to do a Miami Vice sound with the keyboards, and both succeeded at what they're trying to go for. But uh, I, I, mean, I like, let's um, not
1: forget, let's not forget, Seventh Son of a Seventh Son opened oh, up fucking with nothing that but keyboards. I love and that I love album. So- God, I fucking fuck love it. that album. That's oh, one of my favorites.
6: I will never, on review of that a, album.
7: That's oh, that know. was... I had to listen to that piece of shit album for that <laughs> review. I hate... There's a lot of things where I like... You know, I'm like, hey, people got different opinions and whatnot. But there's some opinions where I'm just like, no, like, you are wrong. And that Seventh Son is one of those ones. <laughs> people like... Ranked that as, like, the best main album. That album is Oh, shit. I don't rank that as the best Eric, main album. I don't Eric, know. Right, know I that's one of those few things where I'm just like, no, like, I, mean, I just don't I, get it. I don't get okay. your opinion. Oh, it's like, I just don't get people's opinion with that fucking album. It drives me nuts.
1: Eric. Uh, Eric. Yes. Tell me how you feel, buddy.
7: Oh, oh, I can Oh, listen to that review, man. I went off. I went off on that album. Man, also, I feel like I was nice so with tough. it. Oh, uh, only that? the good die young. That song's so stupid. That's so dumb. Oh, <laughs> uh, can I play it, Madness? I even when <laughs> I was a fucking even when I was like what like in first grade and I first heard that song, I knew it was fucking stupid. Can't can play, play with. Oh, like, uh, I remember like listening. Like I bought like can a. can
1: play with madness. All that
7: fucking song. <laughs> I I bought a VHS tape. It was like all the Maiden in- music videos from Women in Uniform all the way till uh. Uh, from here to eternity. It was a VHS tape. It had all those music videos on it. <laughs> Literally, like it start off so good, and it starts getting towards the end. I'm like, eh. the like, moment I heard "Can I Play Up Bass," I'm like, what the? This is so that stupid. That that
1: men do rules. Thank you. God damn it! I was just gonna sing that to you. That's Thanks
6: the other God, song. a <laughs> like, like... Razor's Edge. At... Standing out on a ledge. Fuck it. I like And the way he does band that band live.
5: Band he fucking does the band movements band. of
6: that shit. Fuck it. That amazing. song, uh. That Bruce Dickinson me, is a fucking way better frontman
7: than Paul Deano ever uh, thought fuck no, could be. Give me be. Paul Deano any day. Paul he Deano's a badass. He is statue on stage. I don't want to see fucking... I want to see Bruce prancing around like it's fucking ballet. You don't want to like, see Bruce, Bruce fucking man. fighting
6: Eddie on stage it's with
7: Blaine
5: so Flores? Okay, uh, okay, <laughs> okay.
7: Goddamn Nutcracker. I feel like I'm watching a goddamn Nutcracker or some shit. Give me his fucking tights. I'm gonna bring this thing, guys. i Nutcracker.
1: bringing it... I'm bringing it in. Janik is the real problem here.
7: Yes, huh? he is. I don't have a problem with Janik because I love No Prayer for the Dying. Right? He doesn't that play on
6: so, any song uh... that, he played that he didn't play on. He just throws his guitar. I to watch is... his balls
1: for two hours in a show because he wouldn't get his goddamn foot off a fucking monitor, okay? You know what it's like to look at Janik's balls? I don't think you do. <laughs> it's horrifying. <laughs>
6: well, I wouldn't want to look at any guy's balls. Well, the first, balls, but, uh, well, yeah. the first, the first time first, heard... Talk I about never...
1: a prancer... He's a Prancer man, motherfucker. Dude, he doesn't play the he first time I... his
6: guitar around it throws it at an audience member. Yeah. The first time
7: the first, the first time I ever saw like anything Iron Man or heard anything Iron Man, it was the Raising Hell DVD. So like for me it was Yannick and Dave as the guitarists. <laughs> I didn't even know who this Adrian Smith fucker was. I really, uh, I can't stand Adrian Smith, man.
6: He just annoys the me. I
1: love fuck Adrian
7: Smith.
6: Smith Adrian is amazing.
1: I, 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 did you ever hear Adrian, um, Cots? M- Richie Cotson? R- I listened to, like,
7: like, a couple songs. It just did nothing for me. And I never liked Richie Cotson either. I didn't, I never Richie cared Kotsen for that rules. guy. Eric, I, I
1: still <laughs> love you, buddy. I still <laughs> yeah. love you.
7: But here's the I thing with, love you. here's the thing you guys are talking about, Evil That Men Do, though. Uh, that song, to me, is good live. I hate the version though that's on, uh, Seventh Son. I think it sounds weak on there. But I like that, I like that song live. I like Moonshild. And I like, like, the first minute and 40 seconds of Infinite Dreams.
5: <laughs> I
6: like right the title track. really. Yeah, yeah. right,
7: right when it gets to the part, goes, dun, 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 dun. I'm like, alright, this is shit. <laughs> it never recovers from that point. Alright. But yeah, other than that, man, I goddamn I'm just. God damn,
1: So we could share like, you know, 20 minutes and some seconds of an Iron Maiden record. Awesome.
6: Well, I I was just going to tell you, when I saw Iron Maiden live and they played three songs from Sinjitsu, nobody went to the bathroom like Paul McCartney with
7: Ebony and Ivory. Oh, because the bathroom line was already full at that point. People read the set list ahead of time.
6: They had a pit for those songs and the guy (laughs) with a freaking... Lightsaber <laughs> was going around and around. I got oh, videos up of. on the Freeform Rock podcast. Uh oh,
7: God. YouTube channel. May, may start, I, Iron Man My stars. Huh? Iron Man fans will just there's so many Iron Man fans coming in. I mean they just hold they hold Maiden to no standard. That's why Maiden just pretty I out hold fire every garbage. band to a standard.
6: I just love Iron Maiden. I like Judas Priest. But your Priest. standards are
5: pretty low, Mark. Dude, I've Maiden. seen
6: I've seen the later Judas Priest with Richie Faulkner. I've seen what Maiden is now. Judas Priest put on a hell of a show but Bruce Dickinson is a better frontman than Rob Halford. Oh,
7: God, no. Rob Halford's better. No, He's no. a badass. Bruce, Bruce, Bruce Dickinson's Dickinson. prancing around like no, it's a fucking No, he ain't duck prancing cracker. around,
6: dude. He, he, just, he just brings the audience in his hand, and they fucking listen to Bruce more than they did Rob.
7: Oh, God. Fucking Bruce.
6: They're both awesome. I'm just going saying... to have
1: split, to split it up here. Rob Halford walks around on a cane... On his uh, stage anymore. Bruce is doing backflips like this in Nutcracker. I don't care. I like both of them. I love love both of them. Both metal gods. And by the way, I can love Iron Maiden and Judas Priest.
6: I can too. But I'm saying I I give give Bruce a cunt hair above (laughs) fucking Rob now.
1: That's tough. What?
7: Ah, uh, fuck Bruce Dickinson. I've seen, I've seen, I I hate him
6: twice. I've seen Judy. He's such Bruce a pompous asshole too. No, he isn't, man. He just does his shit. He's so pompous. Dude, he's, I... he speaks his mind. That's why I get blocked on Facebook, because I'm considered I... a pompous <laughs> ass.
7: But whatever. Yeah, I hate Bruce Dickinson more than he hates his dentist.
6: Oh, whatever.
7: <laughs> 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 you want to
6: get into oh. this album that we're reviewing today? Oh yeah, we're reviewing an album, aren't we? Yeah, we're reviewing an album, which Mooger Fugger picked, man. Mooger Fugger, why'd you pick the Colt Electric? Because you tried to pick Sonic Temple, but I said we already did that.
7: Why'd oh, you... that would be a good one. We already I did only had, that, though. I wouldn't even have had to listen to it uh, Why? beforehand. What's wrong with you? But uh... Because it's uh, because I know that album so well. This I actually had to listen to this one. you say well, good. I only knew the hits. I the hits. So, uh... But I'm like, I, can, I, I listened to it before, like a long time ago, back in high school, so, like, I'm like, I'm somewhat familiar with it. So, like, like you know, the albums you threw at me, like Don Henley, I was like, man, dude, I gotta do extensive research for that. I just don't got time for that. I think you would <laughs> like that album, though.
6: But, uh, Mooger, why'd you pick? Yeah. Well, I kind of, like, led you to picking this, because... Well, you did, You I steered I him all. in a direction. I, I steered love, him because love we Sonic Temple. We could have did Love Also.
1: So much history behind this record that, and I love this fucking record. So, it's Electric by the Colt. And if you don't know it, so check it out. You won't be disappointed, in my opinion. Eric, I don't know about you.
7: Oh, man. So, uh, I guess i will going to my history with like not only the sound, but the Colt. So, The Colt was one of those bands, man. I did not like them at first. Um, I discovered them, like, when I was in... Sometime when I was in elementary school. They were one of those bands my dad had CDs of, and he really liked them. Your dad and knows. I heard, like... Yeah, and I heard, you know, Love Removal Machine. Um, you know, like, the hits. And uh, I just couldn't get into them, man. I just didn't like them. And uh you yeah, never grabbed me. And then, like, in... Uh, Either middle school or the very beginning, the end of middle school or the very beginning of high school. I was watching some kind of countdown thing. Um, you watch a lot
6: uh, of VH1 classic. They play I, a lot I do. Of them.
7: Yeah. I was at my cousin Sandy's house. And at the t- I was, you know, I was at the very end of middle school because I was going through my doors phase. Like, I was really into the doors. Like, well, like yeah, obsessed. As you should be. Like, I wanted to be Jim Morrison, you hey. know, and I was, yeah. But uh, I'm watching this countdown of, like, the top, like, hard rock songs or something, and Love Removal Machine was one of them. And I remember, like, me being such a, an asshole, like, middle schooler, they, like, go, they talk a little bit about the history of the band, like, where they're at now, and they mention Ian Ashbury, like, oh, because his voice sounds so much like Jim Morrison, he got to play with the Doors, like, you know, he got to play with the Doors, you know, and I'm like, fuck this guy, and I was so pissed <laughs> off, I'm like, that should be me, damn it, you know, me thinking the Doors are going to hire me to be their damn singer, because I do a good Jim Morrison impression, but I was like, man, fuck this asshole. But I think it was, uh, I was hanging out with my dad one day, like, you know, not too long after, and, uh, he has iPod on, and he had it just on shuffle, and Firewoman came on, and I'm like, this song fucking rules! And I put my prejudice aside, I borrowed Sonic Temple from him, and, uh, he had, like, that and a Grace Hit CD, um, so I, you know, I listened to, like, Love Removal Machine, and all these songs, and then, you know, I-, I was getting into them a lot. You tell, know. baby. And this is before streaming, man. So, like, you know, if I had money for iTunes, I had to spend it wisely. So I'd buy, like, a couple songs here and there. Well, I bought uh, Wildflower and Little Devil because I saw those music videos on YouTube. And I liked those songs. And uh, I actually did eventually hear this album. I was finally, at this point, I was in high school. And I came, I went to my Uncle Len's house uh, because we had just went to a concert and uh, my dad had work the next day, so I stayed at Len's apartment um, while they were also at work. So I had the place myself, and it was awesome. He had, he had a bunch of Red Bulls in the fridge for me, uh, some <laughs> leftover Taco Bell, and uh, Mexican pizza. Had, oh no, I hate Mexican pizza. Oh. I, I can't. Eat, I can't eat anything with refried beans. Refried beans just gross me out.
5: Ooh. Um, no burritos? I can't.
7: So I, huh?
6: No burritos. I, I
7: get. I get the burritos without. I get the burritos that don't have refried beans. What's wrong I can't with eat. You? I can't do refried beans. Are disgusting. But anyway, <laughs> but anyway,
1: it was awesome. You know why? <laughs> because you need to get the fried beans, not the refried. Beans.
7: <laughs> I see. I just don't like beans. I don't like beans at all. Like any kind of beans. God dang! You're, but your anyway, wife
6: is gonna love you because you ain't gonna fight around
1: her. <laughs> for real. Well, we just <laughs> but, went from the cult to pooping beans.
7: Yeah. But anyway, I I'm gonna go back to my heard this song so. He had all these CDs and I had my laptop with me because he mentioned like, hey, bring your laptop. I got a bunch of CDs you might like. You know, you can rip them onto your iTunes. I was like, sweet, you know. And so he had all these CDs and I just started ripping them onto my computer. I had to place myself and also, too, he had like a – I found like one of his – he had two porno DVDs. Hey, on this before – you know, there's a thing to all you young viewers listening. You didn't have a cell phone. They could just look up endless porn on back in the day. Like back in the day – like, if you want to see some porn, you have to, like, sneak a magazine from, like, a family member, or you had to, like, find your, your, like, dad's porn stash, or you had a couple DVDs, and you had to secretly watch it and make sure no one came home. Like, it was different back then.
6: That was but me anyway, with, with uh, Cinemax with less than the but go ahead.
7: <laughs> I feel like, I feel too, like, I feel like that's you really fucked up kids. They have just too much now. I feel like that overstimulation fucks and That's why people.
6: they don't like music anymore, because... <laughs> yeah!
7: <laughs> yeah, there's no, Yeah. But anyway, this was one of the CDs my uncle Len had, and I was like, "Oh my god!" Like the, you know, that C has some good songs on it. Like and I can hear the full album, and I ripped it onto my uh, iTunes. And uh, let's just say, uh, I listened to it. I like the hits from it, but nothing else really grabbed me. And I think that was kind of the end of me with the cult.
6: I, I still so listen to Sonic. Deep, they have so I listened many to, deep tracks. Uh,
7: man. This is me in high school. It could change, but. That was pretty much where I kind of gave up on The Cult. Like, I, I love the hits. Like, I love Sonic Temple, but, like, I really didn't just go back and listen to anything else. Um And, yeah, so, like, I re-listened to this album again for the first time since high school. And, uh you know, maybe my opinion changed. Maybe not. Who knows? We'll find out. Well, The Cult,
6: man. I've been in them since I heard the album Love with freaking uh Rain. Oh, yeah. She sells Sanctuary. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. It's
7: weird. They they started as like kind of gothic, like oh, the Stepesh yeah. Motor, some weird band like that, yeah, and then they getting, went more they and more they were hard gothic
6: rock. Gothic rock and this album was a sea change for them. And they mm-hmm. brought in Rick Rubin to make them more rock. So they kinda did his yeah, here. Because
1: this is actually Electric was actually oh my god, it was like a three part process. It was actually gonna be called an album called Peace. But they didn't finish that, and they did some other sessions with uh, A this place sessions. called of Studios. Yeah. I mean, I've known, it I didn't have to do homework for this because I knew all this, but you know, this was like I I saw She Sell Sanctuary, and that time, you put them in with Sisters of Mercy, you put them in with... I didn't like uh, those
6: bands. I only like the cult. No, no, I know.
1: But you put them in with, like, The Cure... Well, I like, immortal, I like the cure. Kind of stuff. I love
6: the cure. So that's. Well, I love the cure.
1: Yeah. But it, and then when I first saw Love Removal Machine video, first off, goofy as shit. But, <laughs> I mean, Ian Asperger is just a goddamn rock god. I don't care who you are. He still exudes fucking rock god to me. I don't care if he's trying to be Jim Morrison. I don't give a shit what he's trying to be. When I see him on stage, i'm fucking straight as an arrow, but i'll probably fuck him okay yeah. he's a he's just a rocker
6: I saw them I saw them a, like years ago i think i was on one of those tours and he threw his tambourine in the audience. I think I told the story before these two fat guys I had it, and these two fat guys jumped over me and grabbed it for me and then Ian, <laughs> Damn. Ian from the stage goes it's a fucking one dollar tambourine guys you don't fight <laughs> over it that guy is a motherfucker he's great on stage but my face like i'm gonna i'm just saying i love the cult since love dream yes. time's okay love is where i got into the cult and then when i saw the video for love removal machine i go this is badass look at these guys they're fucking rock stars man Look, Wasn't at Ian gu- Ashbery... look at that guitar player, Billy Duffy, fucking yeah. just jamming on that? What, that fucking 55 Fender he has?
1: He has a Gretsch. That's yeah. a Gretsch.
6: Well, I don't know what yeah. it is, but it's an old guitar, right? It's bigger than it is. is. It is. It's a hollow
1: body at that. Yeah.
7: Mm-hmm. So... Wasn't Ian Ashbury wearing the the puffy shirt from Seinfeld in that <laughs> video? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> well, you have the cool half, hat, though. Half of the video, <laughs> because
1: he changes his wardrobe unexpectedly somehow yeah. through the video.
7: Yeah, how does that happen? <laughs> How is that? I remember, I, remember, I remember Firewoman when he's like humping the ground doing some magic mic shit. I'm like, what the fuck, man?
1: Dude. You are so right. The you cult so from right. love. Firewoman's is, the best fucking I just song.
7: Say, I fucking love that goddamn song.
1: I buy
6: every fucking cold album that comes out. I don't fucking care.
7: Dude, no no joke. Uh Firewoman and uh what was the other song that's it's kind of a deep cut. Uh uh, Wild Horse or something like that. Oh, American those horse. 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 American Horse. Have, uh, that. Ciao, Eddie, baby. On the day those they two... tried
6: to tame oh. the American
5: Horse. Those
7: two songs, dude, those two songs for the longest time from my sophomore year, well, uh, no, from middle school to my sophomore year were my number one played songs on iTunes. Like, mm-hmm. I played those hundreds of times. Did you hear
6: those wrists by yeah, Billy on your on sophomore da- year? Da- What's that? Fucking wrist by yeah. Billy Duffy on American Horse?
1: Fucking a. You okay, Eric? So you're of the generation you had iTunes and your. <laughs> iTunes,
6: like iTunes. Yeah, I had the CDs and the cassettes
7: when this. Oh, here's the thing. though. a lot of them,
6: I, I would. I dri- had
1: CD. I had cassettes and record I the
7: well, thing was too. my I had CDs, but like uh, I had CDs, but then I started doing iTunes. And the other thing was my dad had a big CD collection and also my uncle Len so i took their CDs and would rip them onto my iTunes so i could listen to them whenever Smart. Be- good, job. good job before well the thing was before that if i wanted to listen to a certain CD i had to wait till i went to my dad's for the weekend like i remember like like i remember like all throughout the school week like you know waiting to go to my dad's for the weekend because like i'd be like oh man i want to hear gutter ballet by Sabotage, but like i don't have that CD my dad does so waiting all <laughs> fucking weekends to get to my dad's house, like, you know, from his weekend <laughs> with me, just so I could, and, like, being, like, putting that CD in the CD player, man. Like, kids don't understand. If you want to listen to a song nowadays, go on YouTube or Apple Music and you listen to it, and that's nice, but you know, you, you gotta be you have to go through that phase where you gotta appreciate that shit. Where like, oh crap, I can't listen to it until I go to my dance for a weekend, or until I buy the CD, or until this or
1: that.
6: Or I can't. Well, you know, so you, Columbia, so I'll you scam. didn't.
1: You didn't always have music <laughs> on demand. You mm-hmm. had a way for yeah. have to have
6: it.
7: yeah, dude. And you
1: appreciate Muger, it more.
6: Mooger, we had music on demand. It was called BMG and Columbia House.
1: Oh yeah, it was. <laughs> I still BMG like probably like a hundred bucks. So. <laughs>
7: We have the scam. We have music on demand. My dad used. Oh, well, my dad was doing. My dad was doing Columbia House. Well, him and my mom were doing it for a long time, and that was like the coolest thing. My dad would call me, you know, whatever, like right before like hanging out for the weekend, you know, and uh, he'd be like, "Hey, man, when you come over this weekend, you know, I, I got some cool fucking CDs." You know, he'd be like, "Oh, I got like uh, the new Wasp or." You know, oh, I got this new band called Pantera. Well, they weren't new. They were old at the time. But it was, like, his first time here. And he's like, I got this band called Pantera, dude. You're not going to believe this shit. These guys rule, you know. And, like, I just get so psyched. Like, all right, you know. he would get a bunch of seeds from Columbia House. <laughs> kids kids well, now they just don't understand, they like, don't
6: the They don't understand, thrill. man. It was hard. It was I grew like, up in that, right? Like, it was like going to buy weed. You had to find out who had it. Now you could just go to a store in California.
7: It's yeah, like, it's... It's like uh, I grew up in that right generation where, like, I love having all this technology to make things convenient, but I appreciate it. And I remember the time before all that happened. Yeah, I'm like in that right bridge, you know, where like nowadays kids just have everything at their fingertips and they just don't give a fuck yeah, no more and they're wait, lazy. We had to wait for
6: yeah. MTV or some radio station to play this shit. I, I, watched watched
7: Metal, I watched Metal I watched Mania, man. That was my MTV. H1 yeah, yeah, Classic was my MTV. Right.
6: You, you know, I, I hear you say that on your show, Rock All Over You podcast, by the way, with Eddie Conestratchi. Check, yep. out, episode Check out our new Hulk. I'm waiting Check for out the our second talking, which should be out way before this episode like, comes up. But, you like uh, my
7: uh you like my clip art that I made for the episode yeah, title it was card. Really good, man. Dude, <laughs> I busted my ass doing that. <laughs> I, I,
6: I suck at art. I find people to do it for me. Chris. I, Andzac, I find it. <laughs> if you need Chris and Zach, man, uh get him to do your art. He did it for BS sessions. But I'm just saying, man, you had to go look for this shit. It's not like it's it easy to you.
7: It's like It was more fun though back then when you had, it when you did that yeah, way. It was more fun. That's
6: why I was so thankful for Columbia House and PMG I like, could get all these out. So <sighs> you appreciate
7: song, it. I saw so I'm gonna
6: go, more. okay, I'm I'm gonna be Malcolm Young today and get a package from Columbia House. <laughs> uh-huh. And then tomorrow I'm gonna be Angus Young and get another package. Uh-huh. then I'm gonna put it in my mom's name. <laughs> <laughs>
5: you know
6: <laughs> I don't know how they didn't figure that out. All these different names that go
7: into different. Uh, same yeah, the man, record, they didn't care. They were making their money as the artists getting ripped off.
5: <laughs>
6: All right, man. But let's, let, let's, digress and let's get into this album, man. The Colt yeah. Electric, which was released April 6, 1987, which, when I was taking a tour of, uh, the Great Graceland, I was playing this tape. And Motley Crue, Girls, Girls, Girls. Eric, no no need to talk oh, about Girls, Girls, Girls. Girls, Girls,
7: Girls. Uh, what a way to make Elvis roll over in his fucking grave. <laughs> I just said no need to talk about it. <laughs> I, know you're bitch. I had to Jack, there a little bit. Mark, you you literally easy. said that knowing
1: easy, I was here. <laughs> oh, yeah, I know.
7: <laughs> Expect like me not to
6: easy. chime <laughs> easy. in.
1: Easy. <laughs>
6: I like Girls, Girls, Girls. Oh,
1: God, that is so bad. I was listening bad. to
6: their live version of... Uh, <laughs> the, girls,
1: Girls, Girls was Jail's not stream. a great record. It's a good. That was a bad album, man. I
7: got
1: on I, I mean, Wild Side's amazing. Oh, Wild Side's
7: great. Nona's Wild sucks. Side. You know, you know what song's <laughs> really? You yeah, you
1: got to go straight to Nona. And the, the only song's, song I
7: think sucks on the album? <laughs> the on. only other song I like on that album isn't even technically a song on it. It was one of the demos that was left off. Is uh, Rodeo. Oh, that song was great, and I'm okay. surprised they left it off. I guess it was too good to put on that album. They they was so the... good
1: I don't even remember it. That's <laughs> awesome.
7: All right. So well, it was a bonus track. It okay. Let's talk about a good band.
6: Night... Uh, yeah, I did set you up for that Uh, Girls, Girls, Girls dig. Yeah, Mark, yeah, what you, you
7: expect you, me to say? You know
6: I'm not that dumb. <laughs> In April 6, 1997, I was like 17 when this album came out. Uh, man, they brought in Rick Rubin to make them more rock sounding. So they kind of did a kiss here to change their sound to be more of the times. So, but the thing is with them, they said, fuck that after this album. They made a fucking their best album of their, this little well, Sunday Temple they changed and then their best album, their career was Ceremony. That is my favorite album.
1: Mm-hmm. White, amazing.
6: Yeah. White That's is amazing. White is the one. greatest fucking song of all time by them. Uh. I, mean, I
7: like yeah. yeah. I love Wild Hard Sun. That's another one I Dude, fucking that love. Album is I, just, oh,
6: that is what it's a good you album. get with the Colt. Billy Duffy, Ian Asbury at their top of their game on ceremony. But uh this because, album is no slouch though. So
1: No, because this album came out and like you said, Mark, they brought Rick Rubin in. So hey, you know, let's kind of take us from the goth era into a rock era and oh my god they did i mean just look at the track listing wildflower opens it up and that's an amazing song but you got to think tracks two five six and ten i believe were recorded for an album that was going to be called peace and that was going to follow love so love peace but then they just said fuck it we're going to be electric and
6: and the Peace the piece Lover removal sh- machine was a lot longer than the one on uh, this album. so.
1: Yeah, yeah. I mean, they definitely trimmed some stuff up. They changed some things up. Um, Peace wasn't actually even officially released until
6: 2003.
1: Yeah. And it, and it was released as a kind of a double side and it was called Peace Electric. And All the it songs was, are like,
6: longer too, man.
1: Yeah, yeah, man. For sure. And I think, for the sake of, what, 1987, they just trim shit down, make them radio-friendly, put them on a vinyl, only one vinyl, we don't need double vinyl. Once you could put it all on CD, they could put the full shit on there, you know? And my, you know, to my surprise, when I re-listened to it today, there are like three songs that I never give a time of day to, but have become my favorite. Something, after GCF jacket. Come on, man! Not only a cool song, but a cool title. Alfred GCF yeah, jacket. Yeah, let's
6: let's talk about it when we get to it, though. Don't give any spoilers, man.
5: <laughs>
6: <laughs> 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 all right, I'm just gonna say the Cult rules. I think they're one of the most underrated bands of all time. Billy Dougie <laughs> should be in your top five guitarists. If he's not, I don't know why.
5: The
7: uh, because is, there's but, five others that are better.
6: Yeah. He, he's there, dude. He's there. He he's there for me at least. But uh let's get into the first uh track, which you picked, Eric. Wildflower on the Freeform Rock Podcast. Mm-hmm. Okay, Eric, you pick Wildflower.
7: I feel like I'm on a radio show when you do that. <laughs>
6: well, that's why uh, I do it. I, my radio show's ending, so there you go.
7: <laughs> Wildflower, man, uh, great fucking song. Uh, you know, obviously everyone knows Love Removal Machine, but this is the first, like, uh, song I heard on the album that wasn't, like, a big radio hit. I mean, it was I think it was one of the singles, and they had, like, a video for it, I believe. But, uh, you know, this is not one that, like, you know the average rock fan's gonna know unless they actually like you know listen to the cult uh i fucking love it man it's a sexy song ian ashbury just sells this one man he's got that sex appeal that uh jim morrison had man and that's me being a big doors fan once i got over my jealousy of him i was like okay this guy fucking rules he's like jim morrison but a little bit more metal a little bit more hard rocking, you know and and i loved it and uh you know when i was kind of wanting to do my band this kind of stuff i wanted to do you know and uh it's a sexy song, man. Uh, I love, like, a, a lot of the stuff, too. You know, so I, <laughs> I love all the stuff, too. talking about like, I'm the wolf child, babe. Like, all this Native American sounding stuff, it's pretty badass. You know, I love Native American stuff, you know. I have, like, you know, a lot of the Native American jewelry and whatnot. So I'm really into, mm-hmm. like, a lot of shit like that. I think it's kind of sexy, kind of cool, you know. But it's a great song, great way to kick off the album, man. I mean, it's a fun, sexy song.
6: Yeah man, I'm gonna say that Billy Duffy is the MVP of this band. Yes. I love Ian is right there with him, and the other two mm-hmm. they just left after. They're there. They're just, there. They're there. They're just. They're there. They're just there. This band is Billy and Ian. So without them, there would be no cult. But this song, man, why do the drums and bass sound the best on this album compared to the other ones that came before and after? After this, it's a so crisp and booming sound. Now this song, man, it's a banger. This song fucking rolls. Listen to Ian's vocals and Billy just shreds. One of the most underrated duos of all fucking time. This song <clears throat> fucking proves they are here to stay. What do you think about it, Mooger?
1: <laughs> Not much I can add to that. I mean... <laughs> what what do you say about Ian and Duffy? I mean... As a pair. As a duo, duo. I mean... They just, I mean, you got Tyler Perry, you have got, you know, you got all those awesome frontman and guitar players that get together. As I think just the cult is severely mm-hmm. underlooked as far as Billy Duffy is six fucking six with his fucking hollow body Gretch out there. And then you got Ian just being the Doors frontman that he is. And. I don't know, man.
6: He has more power than Jim. No, he has more
1: power than Jim. Oh, yeah, my God, he just there's something about him. There's something about that pair that it's no it's no mistake. When I moved into Sonic Temple, that the uh, the video basically switched to Duffy and, and Ian. I mean, you never saw the other guys. Matt Sorum came in; he was amazing. We all know that.
5: Yeah,
1: and we know the other bass players are have been great. But who does the video? Who who wants to see any of those other guys? We just want to see Ian and Duffy. Just like I only want to see Silent. I was at the know, show. Steven I just Tyler, watched you know?
6: Ian and Billy. I didn't watch the bass and the drummer.
1: <laughs> who did? No. And that's why no. That's why they they disappeared slowly from the videos. Yeah. If you if you go back, so yeah.
6: Uh, that's like an amazing uh, well eric already talked about wildflower and I yeah about.
7: so now we the bass to- player and the drummer are basically npcs non-playable characters
6: <laughs> that sucks because they do sound so good on this album i, mean, <laughs> I know I think as people don't they're forgettable I think that's m- mostly rick rubin who did that for them but uh peace dog eric
7: Peace like, Dog man. Really good song. Real sexy and dirty riff, man. Uh, I, I fucking love it. And the, the biggest part is, man, that delivery, like, on the chorus. Like, the way Ian sings it, it's just, like, that that melody line he does, you know, for the chorus. Just fucking
1: rules. It's so good.
7: And uh, the drums on this one are, are fucking phenomenal. I mean, they're just loud. They're in your face. But they're not, like, you know, real... They're not, like, process science. It's like the Bob Rock drums. They still have, like, that you know kind of organic sounds to them man so i I fucking dig this song great great way to you know uh great way to you know one two punch for the album to start off on i love peace dog
6: yeah if you listen to the album love and then you go to listen to this album and go what the fuck just happened to this band they just turned into metal hard rock it's like yeah for real they're you could hear that on like she sell Sanctuary Rain with the guitars that they could fucking rock it out and Rick Rubin brought this shit out. No song is over five minutes on this album, it's pure fucking rock and roll. Like Iron I said, Man should do that. It's a fucking seat yeah, I agree they should do it, but I like the new albums. Uh fucking their first two albums was not like this. This is fucking Rick Rubin took a goth band and made them fucking rock. This song rules moo.
1: Well, because in the recording studio, the, the, like the assistants, the engineers were in like the space between recording studios. And they're like, man, we're hearing ACDC. We're hearing, um, Led Zeppelin. We're hearing, you know, all this other stuff. And they're like, why? And it's like, well, Rick Rubin was trying to get ACDC's guitar sound. They are trying to get, you know, Led Zeppelin's drum tone and vocal tone, you know, and he was really working that up. Now, that being said, can you imagine, like, Love Removal Machine with a heavier fucking guitar sound? Yeah. Like, something that's not, it's a little wimpy to me. (laughs) Now, when I hear, does it have the attitude? Yes, it does. Does it have the formula to make a rock and roll sound? Yes, it does, absolutely. But can you just imagine if you just put that distortion maybe to nine or ten?
6: You know we're on Peace Dog, right?
1: (laughs) I I know, I'm just saying. I know we're on Peace Dog. I know we're on Peace Dog. And Peace Dog is an amazing song. But imagine all of these songs with just a little bit more distortion on the guitar, a little bit more...
7: Yeah. Honestly though, I think that kinda adds to their sound though. Is that you know you got this, you know, the loud drums, the thumping bass, but then you got like that light guitar sound that kinda it contrasts with it, but in a way it makes it kinda unique sounding. Whereas I, I guess I guess it works because it kinda gives them that it gives them a uniqueness. As it makes it you know it's the cult. It's not just some oh, it's just another rock band, like oh this no, this is the cult. They have that signature sound to it.
1: And that's a really good point, Eric, because you're right, you're right. There was, there was a particular sound to this, a sound to the bass, the sound to the drums, the sound to the, the guitar, and, and certainly the vocals. I mean, there's no, no mistaking the vocal, but you're right, you know? I mean, maybe if it would have been heavier or crunchier, it would just blended in and not been so distinctive.
6: You know, come dropping your loving on me, babe. Peace, dog. Peace, dog. Peace, dog. Babe, 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 Fucking Ian. God dang. And the fucking Billy playing with his vocals. God dang. Fucking great fucking track. And then we go to <laughs> Little Devil, man. Little Devil. What do you think about it, Mooger?
1: <laughs> One of the best songs on the record. One of mm-hmm. the best songs. Um, Little Devil's amazing. Um. And it was one of the tracks originally recorded with the, the, the P-Sessions, I believe. And it, so it kind of has that feeling. And um, I don't know. I heard this originally on a compilation. It was like the Cult Essential or whatever off yeah. of iTunes. And I, I kind of had to go back. I was like, where's this from? And, oh, my God, Electric. That's right. It's off electric. Um, man, I just love it. It's got a great bass tone. It's got, you know, as much as I'm talking about that wimpy guitar tone, the solo on this is amazing. So I love it.
6: Yeah, the album cover, man, they look like they're from the late 60s the way they're dressed, the, the fuzzy, hats, mm-hmm. and
1: fuzzy yeah. hats, and everything. Yeah. yeah, they
6: mm-hmm. were going for that aesthetic on this album like Cream, Led Zeppelin. You know, they were going for that fucking sound and they fucking it, they made it their own, now. Little yes. Devil, man. Fuck it, come on, Little Devil. Be my little angel. That fucking riff that Billy is just in and out of this fucking song and the drums. It's fucking killer in that solo. This song is fucking amazing. What do you think oh, about it, yeah. Eric?
7: Song fucking rules, man. I love it. This is another one that, like, I bought on iTunes. You know, I got, like, an iTunes card for my birthday. I I saw the video for it, man. I was just like, goddamn, this fucking rules, you know? <laughs> Excuse me. Uh, very ACDC sounding fucking riff, man. Uh, nice. It's another sexy song, man. It's like, it's like a song I can see, like, a stripper dancing to, you know? It's just so sexy and goddamn. I, lo- I love the lyrics, you know, like, Come on, little devil, be my little angel. You know, it's very Morrison-sounding, the lyrics. like living in a shack in a one-horse town, trying to get to heaven before the sun going down, lizard in a bottle. Like, it's just, what the fuck does that mean? You know, it, it sounds pretty cool, you know? That's like the whole deal rule of lyrics, you know? Like, it doesn't make sense, but it sounds cool, so all right. You know, oh, it's
6: Just ride it's the a tiger, song. man.
7: Yeah, it's a, it's a sexy song, man. It's like, it's a song for that, you know, that hot chick, you know, that you... You're hot for, her, man, and she's getting, you know, she's an angel, but she also got a little bit of naughty side to her, too, man, so I love it. Fucking rules. You're Fuck fucking, If you don't like, you don't like awesome. this song, if you don't like this song, you're a fucking virgin.
6: Ha <laughs> <laughs> ha! <laughs> oh, that was fucking cool. So, uh, we already talked about you, Mooger, and then I go last on this one, or have you talked about <laughs> Little Devil, Mooger?
1: Well, I have. I okay, that's my, then it's I, my did, turn. I was the first, to give him a piece on it. Yeah.
6: All right. So, little devil, man. Now the cool. Uh, I already talked about little devil. So let's get to the next one. How do you say it, Shane?
1: Aphrodisiac jacket. jacket.
6: All right, you talk about it first, then.
1: Well, fuck! What an amazing song. It's kind of. I mean, you listen to the first three songs, and you're kind of in this pocket. You're kind of in the screw. An aphrodisiac jacket comes out and it's got this groove to it. Oh my God. I mean, it's got such a slinky little groove to it. It reminds you of Zeppelin, a little bit of the doors. And you can also also tell that's, I mean, that's where the doors were, you know, the cult was going on this, what's called Zeppelin and the cult. Aphrodisiac jacket is probably one of my top three songs on this record
6: yeah i'm moving. yeah but this is total cream love on this song man thank this, you this is thank eric you. clapton this is yes uh, i fucking when i first it. heard this back in 87 i go did i had a fucking look i went and looked this shit up did the did, is this a fucking cover of fucking cream no this is fucking so fucking cold shit this is billy and ian the fucking dude Ian shows off his chops on this. Fucking Billy is fucking brings it up. Like this fucking album is so fucking unappreciated, and this is fucking total Clapton Cream love. This is Ginger Baker. This is Clapton. This is fucking uh what? It's a Bruce guy. What's a Bruce guy? God, this totally sounds like a Cream song. That Cream could have done this song. I fucking love it. What do you think about it, Eric?
7: Uh, a great song, man. Uh, you know, another ACDC sounding riff. Uh, I hear a lot of ACDC on this fucking album, so you'll be hearing me say that a lot. Yes. Like, riff-wise, I mean, this sounds like some Malcolm Young shit. Um, the one complaint is, like, the vocals in this song are so fucking low in the mix. Like, someone like, I just feel like they're so low in the mix. Like, his voice sounds muffled, almost. Uh, and great drums. Great drums. The drums are fucking slamming, man. Like, they just pound your dick in.
5: <laughs> I don't
6: like that shit. But, uh, <laughs> then we get to the next track. I think... Uh, does this inside one? I don't know. It doesn't tell me. Electric Ocean. I'll go first on this one. Drums, bass, riftastic, and Ian Rules. Listen to his range on this song. God, Billy's fucking tearing up shit. Like, fucking make him <sighs> make, get your dick card, Just listen to his solos on this. Fucking ball has fucking balls all you need to recognize is and give me some fucking so give me so what do you think about it moving (laughs) for
1: everything you just said oh my goodness um everyone's ripping it up on the song and you would think from the name of it it Uh, it's not going to be that. It's just going to be a Zeppelin ripoff or something, and it is not. It is so good. Right
6: when he goes Give Me Soul, the band just starts tearing it up. It's
1: like... (laughs) That's what I'm saying, man. I mean, it just, holy shit. Holy shit. This is a great fucking song, and it just kind of, in my opinion, shows where the cult's going progressively in, in their music. And they're kind of getting out of there. I mean, Aphrodisiac Jacket was definitely, I think, a departure. And I think this one is not only a departure, but it's like a musical progression, drum wise, bass, guitar, vocal. You heard Ian on this song, Mark, right?
6: Yeah.
1: Right? Yeah. Where's he going? Where's he going, man? He's
6: rocking his ass out. <laughs> yes, he is. <laughs> Uh, so, Eric, you got to
1: give it to us, man. Oh, Bring man. us down.
7: So, Electric Ocean, this is kind of where like, the album kind of loses me a little bit. It's not a bad song, but I don't know. This one just kind of... just This one sounds a little bit generic. Uh, didn't really do much for me. Uh, like, the riff... It feels like a riff I've heard like a thousand times before. And I will say, it, this one... Gives me a vibe. It sounds like AC/DC trying to do Love Shack. That's Aww, the kind of vibe I got from the song. Oh,
6: man. <laughs> it,
7: it sounds like ACDC trying to do Love Shack. When Ian says,
6: Give Me Soul, the band just tears it up, though, man. It's like, hey, guys, tear it up. I'm going to say, Give Me Soul. And then they
1: just it's, like a... <laughs> It's okay, man. Eric has his opinion. And I know. I know. <laughs> it's appreciated. Yeah, he
7: said, Give Me Soul, and they went to the Love Shack. <laughs> Oh, my God. A place where they can get get together.
1: (laughs) Eric, you fucking make me fucking laugh. Okay? All right.
6: Well, let's get to some bad fun. I'll take this one first. Uh, Drums are so hoppy. Fun riffs. Fun riffs, man. (laughs) Bass is riffing it up. And then the vocals. And this is like a speeding ticket, man, to fucking play this song, man. Billy can do those quick, memorable solos. And it has such an impact on the songs. he like doesn't sit there and go for days. He just plays his little fucking it up solo. And then he says, here, Ian, band, take the rest of the song, man. I got my shit out. But what do you think about it, uh, Mooger?
1: The same. But I'm going to have to go with Eric on this one. <laughs> <'Cause> I, know <laughs> he's gonna gonna go I know he's going to go here. I know he's going to go here. He's going to say it's a, an ACDC riff. And goddamn, <laughs> it is it is okay i mean it, it's um it's fun it's fast i love it sometimes you don't need to think too much on a song you just need to like it you need to drive fast and get a speeding ticket i guess So yeah.
6: what do you think about it eric
7: uh this song fucking rules man it's kind of very punky um uh, I love like the, the shuffle on it, you know, and uh it reminds and yeah, it, it reminds of AC DC, but a specific song doesn't just sound like A C D C. It sounds like Beating Around the Bush by AC/DC. I, it reminds me of that song. Uh very dirty sounding guitar soul that I fucking love. The the drums and the drums and bass absolutely shine on this one, man. It's just it's chaotic and I love it.
6: All right, man. and we get to the next song, which I picked, King Contrary Man on the Freeform Rock Podcast.
3: Sorry for interrupting the podcast. I just want to take a second to thank all of you for listening. Please take a second to leave us a five-star review on Apple Podcasts and follow us on Podbean and join the Freeform Rock Podcast community on Facebook. Now, back to the show. <clears throat>
6: Alright, that was key contrary, man. Everybody's like screaming. Yeah, cause no, somebody song, was, was coming
1: it? in the door. His song rules.
6: What a killer rocking way to take take a bluesmith and rock it the fuck out. This is fucking so much rhythm that's <laughs> oozing from this fucking song. And that fucking solo fucking lit fucking sings fucking billy singing with that guitar solo ian is killing it this guy is in my top five vocalist of all time this fucking song i saw the devil down the road i saw a devil down a long wrong road he said to me boy he said to me boy i want your soul at first he says no and then he says yes because he wants it all fuck yeah this song fucking rules one of my favorites of all time by them what do you think about it eric
7: Oh, man. This song, for me, was just forgettable. I couldn't get into this one. It wasn't bad. It's not a bad song, but it just didn't, like, I don't know. It didn't get my foot tapping. It didn't get my ass shaking. It didn't do any of that, man. It just, like, I was kind of just listening to it. It didn't do much for me, man. Especially when it goes, ow!
6: And it's singing, man, Mark, there's singing a lot of red songs red like that. Mark
7: Brett Michaels does that shit, and it does. Oh God God, God, God,
6: God, oh, oh, God, God! No, 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 Ian Asbury does it with soul. <laughs> Sorry, I love <laughs> Brett Michaels.
7: He does it in other songs where I like it, but it just didn't. This one just didn't do anything for me, man. You don't like it's that. No, 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 no,
6: no, 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 no,
1: a faster version of Lovey Breaks. Oh, but... uh,
6: God. Fuck you, uh, but... What do you think about
1: it? No! Like... Hey, I love the <laughs> fucking song. I love <laughs> the song. It's my second favorite on the entire record. Oh, well,
6: good. You got something right.
1: <laughs> yeah, man. I mean, I'm with you, Mark. It's got that groove. It's got that... Ian Asperger is just fucking killing it. Uh, Eric, come on, man! I know you like guitar. You don't. Uh, hear what he's doing on it? You don't hear what W's doing on just, it. It's
7: killing it. It didn't. It just didn't do anything for me. Like, like I said, it's not shitty. I'm not saying it sucks. It's not like Iron Maiden after you know, you know, '86. Oh, it's <laughs> not like Maiden after '86. Like it doesn't suck. It's just it's just like it's a it's a song that I just I, I couldn't really get into. You guys all need to go it's listen a, to A
6: Matter of Life and
1: Death and get back. To
7: oh, it. God, I don't want to listen to that shit again, Mark. That was already horrible the that first album. time.
1: Fucking that rock. first song. The i I'm song, never gonna listen to that again. By the way,
7: that first song literally sounded like the fucking intro to a fucking like Christian based sitcom. Yeah. It, that listen to that fucking first song on that I album. It, it sounds I like it a goddamn... that album. Tell me why i tear on tonight. It sounds like I'll be there for you, seventh heaven. Oh God, no.
1: That's literally what like, you
6: like friends for one thing. I just need to hear you
1: guys sing a song in harmony because you guys are singing so much on this episode. So. Yeah,
7: bring it. It's bring it's it, it's please. <laughs> please.
1: I'm, I'm a,
7: wait, what is the name of that fucking stupid ass fucking song? I don't. I never watched Seventh Heaven. You watch Seventh Heaven.
1: It was called the Friends soundtrack, Eric. Come I'll on. be
6: there for. Oh no, there's when the rain starts to fall.
7: I'll be. There. I like friends. A... We just finished it. <laughs> I love that shit. A different, a different world. A different world. That song sounds like a goddamn sitcom. <laughs> that sounds like a fucking sitcom on the CW okay, did, Network did, did intro. You, <laughs> you,
6: have, you have Brighter Than a Thousand Suns and the, the reincarnation of Benjamin Bragg? God the reincarnation damn. of my fucking oh my ass.
1: We, uh, what? <laughs> what?
6: <laughs> Fuck, I'm losing where I'm at right now.
1: Yes, you are. Well, we're, on, we're on Love removal people. Machine now,
6: right? We're on Love... You finished your King Contrary, man? Moger.
1: I'm done.
6: All right, so we get to your pick. Love Removal Machine on the Freeform Rock Podcast.
1: love removal machine all right so watching mtv as a young lad you know before eric was even born (laughs) um (laughs) i saw (laughs) that's okay eric Uh, you know I saw these guys turn on amps and the buzzing of those amps and i'm like oh this is gonna be fucking good and then I love Billy Duffy. I love Ian. Who are those other guys in the video? I don't give a shit.
7: They're NPCs. <laughs> yeah, they're AI. The non-playable know. characters. It's
6: Jamie exactly. it and Les Warner.
7: There you go. God, oh, did you so... actually research that shit? No, <laughs> I just
6: looked on Wikipedia real quick. Oh,
7: <laughs> you researched it then. Les? Uh,
6: less. less? Well, they do sound great on this album.
1: Less, Les isn't there.
7: Bless
6: that would in have been video? a
1: turkeys away episode from 1978. Anyway, um, but when Duff let's like hits those first chords, um, like I said earlier, and I know we were on another song, but Eric, you make a good point. If that would have been a more crunchy guitar and a more distorted guitar and a heavier guitar, mm-hmm. it might have just blended in with everything else at the time. Yeah. And, but you had you, this, that like, you, you had this almost. I don't know how Rick Rubin got it, but it's almost like acoustic with a little bit of electric, and it was just enough. It was just enough. So da, 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 da You know, oh my god! And that drummer
6: not... kicked ass. Come on, and the bass player were like boom 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 boom. boom, 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 boom
1: um, boom, boom, the drummer sat too far up on the seat. He didn't. I like drummers to lay on the backbeat. This guy was just too excited, but I don't know. I don't think he was a real drummer. I think he was just a like a video drummer.
6: <laughs> he was a bit of <laughs> our
1: imagination. He was like, yeah, just like, yeah, we're gonna put you up here, yeah. You know? <laughs> and, and he didn't use any toms. It was all snare and hi hat and cymbals. So you know, if you can't have tom, I don't know what to say. But anyway, it is. Um, Probably my number one track off the record, only because I have such good memories of seeing it on MTV so many times. I was a young kid, and this scene, Billy Duffy just rocked that fucking guitar, man. I mean, and Ian just tear it out. And even though he changed wardrobe two or three times during the whole video, I don't know how that happens. Yeah, how
7: the fuck does that happen?
1: I don't know, man. It just happened. It's a Art- magic.
7: I remember being a kid. I remember being a kid. You know, when you're, you know, you're a kid, you're not that smart, you know. And uh, I used to think like, "How's he changed his clothes so fast?" You know, not <laughs> realizing that you can stop the video and like recontinue. And like, you, videos and movies are filmed in like, you know, certain days. You know.
1: Come on, Eric! You were born in '93. God damn it! We have <laughs> the technology.
7: <laughs> we have the technology. We can rebuild him. <laughs>
1: <laughs>
7: six million dollar man i love that
1: uh, yeah. uh,
6: so that was your opinion on love removal machine mooger yes all right i'm gonna let eric go last on this man the video is so fucking cool. fuck you, Makes you wanna go- hey you're you're like the star since we don't have Charles so you want to run out buy a ticket go see them lyrically man it's a fun time but what the fuck are they singing in this fucking t- tunes I was like, I found no meaning, but the music was so fucking good. I never... I'm a lyric guy. So I, I had to go look up what they meant from this song. So it says, at its core, love, remo- love Removal Machine is a song about the power of love to transform individuals and society. The lyrics, I'm a Love Removal Machine, I'll give you love, I'll give you misery, suggests that love is used as a force for good or for destruction. The duality is reflected in the song's intense guitar riffs and pounding drums, representing a fire and a heart of passion. So I had what to look. What the fuck it is it? What the fuck is this, Nietzsche? I guess so, man. They, they, they What I felt, I, said, what does this song mean? I was like, what the fuck is a love removal machine? That got me more confused.
1: That. That's got me more confused now than it did before. Well, it's like, yeah.
6: they, well, it's kind of like that. You could use love for destruction or
7: good. That makes sense, right? I didn't know. I was taking a goddamn psychology class here. Well, I, 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 I kind of rock it and roll. I shy,
6: i, I kind of shortened it down for layman's terms. There, I said it's kind of like you use rock, you use <laughs> fucking, uh, sex for good or evil, man.
1: <laughs> no, no, it has nothing. I don't. It, think what? It it's like has that scene in Do. No, no. It's like it that scene nothing,
6: in. Uh, uh, it's like that uh, scene
7: in Grease too, where like he uses the threat of nuclear war to have a girl sleep with him.
6: <laughs> hey, that worked, right?
1: <laughs> no, it did work. God. You guys are totally missing the fucking point.
7: What is the point? There is no it, point. What the hell is a love removal machine? It sounds painful. painful. It's
6: not you paying. want to
1: know what a love removal machine is? What is It sounds
7: painful. What is it?
1: What is it? <laughs> a vacuum fucking cleaner, okay? <laughs> <laughs> is that, it doesn't well, well, I know
6: what love. the red room... I fell into the red room is like a fucking hooker den, right? So... You know that, you know,
1: the red lights on, you're going to the hookers and, you know. He, no, he's basically saying that (laughs) I'm going to come in, I'm going to fuck your life up, and I'm going to leave you feeling like you never wanted to be loved. I am a love removal machine, bitch. I'm going to come in and fuck you, leave, and you're going to be sad. I'm a love removal machine. machine.
7: I thought a love removal machine was uh, a woman that makes you come to a blowjob and swallows your load. Ooh. <laughs> that That's <works>. a love
1: <laughs> disposal. That's a love disposal No, no, disposal if, she spit,
7: <laughs> if she spits it out, it's a disposal machine. If she swallows it, it's a removal <laughs> machine. She <laughs> removed that shit.
1: Yeah, you asshole. <laughs> she, doesn't
7: a, she doesn't leave a mess.
1: Love <laughs> disposal I, I, like, machine. I like
6: both of your description better than the one I found online. <laughs> <laughs> Well, you can use love for good or evil, you know.
7: But oh, Eric, man, God.
6: you're gonna go last okay. on this one, man. Love removal machine, man.
7: Love removal machine. Uh, yeah. Before I got this whole lesson and lecture about fucking Nietzsche and Aristotle <laughs> and all this bullshit, this song fucking rules, man. I, I love this song. <laughs> this is the first uh, cult song I heard. Now it didn't grab me at first. I never, I didn't like the song when I first heard it back in the day, but it grew on me, and now mm. I fucking absolutely love it, man. It's a Great sexy song. I love uh is he saying like she got me when he's talking about the girl in the beginning, is he saying she got me a beer? Because that's a classy lady so. right there. I think he said Yeah. That. I think he said yeah. I was like, man, that's cool. Uh but uh anyway. Uh,
6: yeah, yeah,
7: yeah. Oh <laughs> <laughs> uh-huh, uh-huh. yeah. Uh-huh. Love removal machine. Yeah, I love that removable. song. That fucking power <laughs> yeah, hey, that he and, uh, brings, man. Yeah. Oh my god. He's got so much power in his voice, and I mean, I, I've heard him live too nowadays. I mean, you can tell it's that style took a toll on his voice, though. But, um, oh, and I love the end when it, like, picks up when, like, it's like, dun, 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 like, the tempo picks up, and dun, 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 baby baby I-, I love that shit. Shake it up, baby, baby. It's like, it's like yeah. a perfect and sex that, song. That guitar like, fucking riff that, that Billy's just playing with his
6: voice. It's like, yeah. He does that scream. Really
7: yeah. oh. But I love, it's a great sex song, though, because, I mean, it starts off just like, you know, that mid-tempo, like, great, sexy song. But then at the end, man, that's like when you start, like, all right, let's go to Pound town, baby, you know? And it's like, let's let's speed it up. <laughs> I love it, man. It's a sexy song, dude. And, uh, yeah, that's, for me, that's what Love Removal Machine, though, is. It's a woman that'll suck your dick till you, you come, and uh, she'll swallow that shit, so you don't got to worry about uh, cleaning up.
1: <laughs> right. Love Disposal, Love Disposal Machine. Disposal Give me love.
7: If she spits it out, that's a love disposal machine. <laughs> she just disposes it, and it makes a mess.
1: Oh, my God. I'm going to be banned. I'm sorry. <laughs>
7: yeah. Or she'll, like, she'll take your water or your drink, and she'll, like, swish it around her mouth and spit <laughs> out on the sidewalk as people walk by and are like, whoa, what are they doing in there? <laughs> oh, my <laughs> Disposing
6: God. Disposing
1: of man. love, baby.
7: <laughs> yep. Great oh,
6: fucking yep. song. Keep I get it God. up. Yeah. Let, let's I'm get here. to the cover song. I got a uh, is five horrible. semen loads. Let's get to the cover song, Born to be Wild. Oh, shit. Mooger, you already started talking about it.
1: Yeah, it's horrible. I, I don't like the song from the original. I never need to hear the song again. I heard Lizzie Borden cover it. I've heard a million people cover it. Colt did not well, need you, to cover it. You just this.
7: gave Eric a chubby with Lizzie Borden. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> if you heard something, if you heard like... If you heard that, that's my dick hitting the... I'm sorry, it was
1: a Lizzie I Borden. love
7: Lizzie Borden. <laughs> <laughs> Eric is like,
6: ooh, Mooger, I love you. But, uh, <laughs> since, like, oh. since we're talking about you already, what do you think about this cover?
7: Oh, this I... cover fucking sucks. It's horrible. <laughs> I, I hate this. I've never been a fan of this fucking song. I, I love Easy Rider, but man, I hate that fucking song. It sucks. It's terrible. The only version I like is the fucking Lizzie Borden version. I think Lizzie Borden actually <laughs> does it very well. <laughs> i remember when i saw the kind of western civilization part two in elementary school in fifth grade and i saw that i'm like god damn that fuck he actually made that shitty song good i fucking love lucy bourne's version of the song but damn the cult fucking suck at trying to cover the song it's horrible they took a shitty song and made it even shittier they slowed it down it's so boring and tired and it's so bad it's making mooger Fruger take shots of fireball i saw that it's horrible. so bad. Fuck I this guy. Shit, uh, it's not that good. Snorting it. Oh, that's oh it's just some. Oh no. I see. Oh yeah, that's like some tequila or some shit or something. It's 99 man.
1: 99. 99
7: whatever the. Yeah, yeah I was like that is. Shit. Yeah,
5: I'm
1: but
7: booze. Fuck. this song's so bad it will turn you to drink. That's how bad it is. It's horrible. Yeah, I hate this I'm gonna take song. You. I
1: have to take a drink just to get that song off my mind.
7: Oh, uh, and like the funny thing was, I saw that in the track list, and I'm like, no. Please tell me it's just like a similar song title. And I heard it. I'm like, oh my god, this shit sucks. Like, I, why? I just why do your have... bands feel the need to cover this shit? I don't you're want... not Lizzie Borden. You can't make this shit good unless you're Lizzie Borden. Whatever.
6: But I'm just going, <laughs> why do you take a fucking great fucking song and slow it down?
1: It's not a great song on any level. It's not a but great the song. They, they made it worse. They slowed it down. Song. I
6: think. They yeah, could've... they made it even worse. I think they could have made it Martin's better like... if they sped it up.
5: No, that's because like Ian does, a pile of shit. Ian
6: does great vocals on this, but the, other, the rest of the music just lags with his vocals. Oh, so it Mark, it's so Because be- it, so it's, bad, bad, it's a okay. bad cover. I do skip this.
1: I do skip it's a bad this when song, this Mark,
7: album. Mark, slowing
6: it down.
1: better than this. Yes, a better exactly, band yes. than this. Exactly. They could have yes. picked. I would have rather heard them do Riders on the Storm. How about, okay? Groove, Inco- awesome.
6: how about Groove Incorporated off the Peace Sessions?
7: Okay. That's a great Mark, fucking track.
6: The, or, or, Mark, Love fucking... Tro- or Love Trooper, or Zap C- City, Conquistador. Yeah. You know, really? they could have done lots of other songs and, and put in this. I think this is a record company fucking shit. Let's put a It in is a record company yeah, and record bullshit, company and it sucks. Shit.
7: This is not the it's cult, like, man. They don't even play the so song bad. live. They don't.
5: It's why so would
7: they? Bad. Yeah, why would they want to play this shit live? It's so bad. It's like it's already a shitty song, and then they slow down and make it even worse. It's like puking out a pile of shit.
6: I agree, man. I, I don't know why this song was on this album. They don't even like it. Fucking record company could fucking suck their dicks. But then we get to the next song, Outlaw. I'll take this one first, man. Killer wrist on this song, man. Ian, what pipes this man has. Fucking soul, grit, harmony. Why you can feel his soul... Like Billy with his guitar. You can feel Billy fucking, you just feel him shredding and you feel his fucking power on that fucking guitar. This is a great album track. Thinking that Mm. Billy fucking rips a great solo on this also. Uh, Eric.
7: A really good song, man. I fucking love it. Billy shines on this one. This is definitely like his moment. I think Uh, of all the songs on this album, I think this is really where Billy shines. It's definitely his song, man. He kicks ass on this one. Cool song. I think, and, uh, spoiler this one should have ended the album. Right.
6: Well, I'm uh, there with you. But, uh, what do you think about it, uh, Shane?
1: It's, it's so good. It is just so good. Um, and <laughs> Ian is in top form. Duffy is just ripping the shit out of the guitar on this one. Yeah. I think the tempo could have been different, but that's just me imagining But um, yeah, man, I I love this song. What you guys? I mean, you guys, you know, All you right. like it. Um, <laughs> yeah. I can't believe Eric likes it. You didn't. You didn't bring out one ACDC riff. Out uh, on on the man, the bad bad lands
6: badlands, baby. Badlands, baby.
1: <laughs>
6: and then fucking when he goes, ah, and then that fucking guitar solo just comes in and oh, Billy just God, tears damn. your face off. God, yes. damn. why wouldn't Eric like this song?
0: Ooh,
7: huh. so it's a good song. It's a nice little ditty.
6: Yeah, he already alluded to the last song on the album, which I'm probably going to agree with him, Memphis Hip Shake, Eric.
7: Memphis Hip, oh, Memphis Hip Shake, more like Memphis Hip Replacement, (laughs) fuck this song. (laughs) It's such a weak way to end the album, man, it's just so bad, it's just boring as fuck, (sighs) it's like, I just, I can't get into this shit, man, it's just, it's weak, it's boring, Uh, if I had an erection listening to Love Removal Machine, my erection went away, if you if you have Vi- if you take Viagra and you have a boner that lasts longer than four hours, listen to Memphis Hip Shake, it'll go away.
6: <laughs> well, I've seen Mooger flip you off, so I'm going to let the good review go last.
7: I, I, I like I Want a Woman by Rat. I'd rather listen to that Oh, song. that song rules. <laughs> okay. I love okay. that damn song.
6: It's I like love a good song. Okay. Um, I think Mooger's probably going to have the only positive review on this. I think Outlaw should <laughs> end at this album, or maybe one of those other tracks. This song is just fucking boring, the offbeat fucking rhythm to it. It's like, you guys fucking just rocked it out with Outlaw and you fucking end it with this turd? What the fuck? I hate this song. I give this album 9 out of 11 bong rips. Shane, Mooger.
1: You are all wrong. This song is amazing. <laughs> um, this is basically "Levy Breaks" by Zeppelin. I mean, it what? is slow. It no. is drag- No, no, no. no. Yeah, 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 yeah. Shut up. It's my spot, punks. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just joking. You yeah, guys no, this, step this all is, over me. No, you no dude, you this be, isn't. This isn't.
7: Man, this isn't when the levy breaks. This is when the Lovey breaks a hole in
5: my ass. <laughs> All right,
6: Mooger, keep going, man.
1: I still give this a five out of five stars in my book, as far as a record, as as a whole. And we won't, we won't, we won't talk about the shaking the hips there, okay? We won't, um, because I don't want another hole in my ass. But anyway. (laughs)
7: Oh, no, man. Anyway, anyway,
1: anyway, this this album is the cults kind of. It, they're sliding in towards um, Sonic Temple and then the ceremony and all the good stuff. So I love I love this. And Eric, you made so many good points that I never thought of, and that's why I love talking music with oh, different yeah. people. But- is because you said it sounds like this because it sounds like the cult. And if it would have sounded like anybody else, they would have just blended with everybody else.
7: Yeah, they had their own unique style. And to to reiterate on your thing about another hole in your ass, I don't know, man, having another hole in your ass would help. I mean, you you were... I mean, we could take double shit.
5: Yeah. Imagine that. (laughs) Yeah.
7: It would cut your shit
1: taking time in half, you know. Oh, my God. Imagine the time that would save. For real, how much extra time you have?
6: And I'm Uh, supposed to
1: bring this podcast up a little bit. I don't think I've done that at all.
6: (laughs) (laughs) Well, at least you're not talking about Nine Arm and Night Ranger like you hate them. Uh,
1: Oh,
6: hey, (laughs) (laughs) hey, I love Charles, man. He rules. But man, that was our review of. uh, But at the end of this album, would you guys suggest people go buy this album or check it out, guys? Yeah,
7: yeah, I'd go. I'd buy it. Yeah. Uh, or, or if you're a fucking millennial, I would stream that shit. You know, whatever yeah. fucking generation you're from.
6: Well, one of my tracks of the week, I'm going to pimp another Colt album that I think that people never talk about. But uh, I even like the self-titled t- uh, Colt album, which with the Colt on the cover. Fucking really good album, too. You guys should check that out. But uh, that was our uh, the Colt Electric album, man. I think it fucking really did great, man, in... Uh, sales and shit it broke them out I think it was number 4 in the UK chart Top Billboard Top 200 went to number 38 uh, It sold a million copies in the United States and then the next album Sonic Temple man they were headlining everything on that tour <laughs> they, that was their moment of fame with Sonic and Temple with Edie Chow and stuff like well, that well I
1: saw them I saw them open up for Metallica on the Injustice tour
7: nice.
6: no way
1: really yeah no way you weren't even born, Eric. Shut up! <laughs> I was
7: swimming swim in my dad's ball sack.
5: <laughs> All right, man.
7: So then we get somewhere, somewhere,
5: <laughs>
6: somewhere in there. So then we get to our tracks of the week. I didn't listen to these. I I know one of them, the one Eric picked. That I didn't care for it, but uh Mooger, you picked "Dirty Black Summer" by All Saints. Is that a, a cover?
1: No, the the song is All Saints. It's by a band called Dirty Black.
6: Summer. Oh, oh, okay. It's a band called Dirty Black Summer.
1: And it's a great Danzig song. It's a great Danzig song. Oh, okay. But they, they, All Saints is oh my goodness! I th- I stumbled upon this band and they are so good. They are so good. You'll like them.
6: All right. Then I I picked a, a later Cult song. Uh, it's for, called "I Assassin" from the what? album "Born Into This." That what? album is fucking punchy as fuck. Guitar riffic. The album fucking rules. Everybody talk. Nobody talks about Born Into This. That album is fucking <laughs> fucking great. Fucking 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 great.
1: You have no idea, Mark. That's one of my favorite Cole albums. Right it's there.
6: great. Born Into This. It ain't Lady Gaga. They had this title before her.
1: I <laughs> it. So Lady this
6: game, Gaga. I love and Lady called, Gaga. So yeah, and I'm
7: called. Wait, she had an album called Born Into This? I think she had a song called
6: Born uh. Into This or something. But fucking the cult, that album is just. It just starts off with riffs. If you like riffs, if you like Billy Duffy, if you like Ian just going off, this is your fucking album right here.
7: I like riffs and I like The Money Pit. <laughs> money Pit Rules. <laughs> it's but, a great uh, fucking movie.
6: And then we get to you, Eric. <laughs> Sabotage One Child.
7: Yep. <laughs> great fucking song
1: oh my god sabotage I'm, really I'm dead
7: winter dead <laughs> the only
6: sabotage i like is by the beastie boys <laughs> 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 all right man i want to thank uh you eric man B. jordan man pimp your shit man
7: yeah man uh check out the rock all over you podcast we're available on apple Podcasts. we're available on fucking spotify and we're available on podbean and i think we're available on amazon too like mark said once uh check us out, man. Uh leave a goddamn fucking comment. I pounded my table for that. Leave a fucking comment or something on our or a review or something on our iTunes. Um leave us a review or something. Spread your ass cheeks on that subscribe button and sit on it and hump it. And uh fucking <laughs> Yeah, check us out. Our latest episode at the time we're recording this is part one of our holiday special Dockin' Around the Christmas Tree, where we do our top 20 Dockin' songs.
6: Great
7: episode. I part, it. Two, part two is coming up. So yeah, check us out, man. We got some uh, great episodes coming up. We're going to kind of hit a little bit of a lull in uh, January, just because I'm going to be moving. I'm also going on vacation in December, but then we'll be back stronger than ever.
6: Hey, Freeform Rock Podcast, will never miss an episode.
7: But uh, Shane,
6: man, this is your first episode, Mooger Fuger. How did you feel, man? This is your first real episode. You picked the album, man. Give me your thoughts on that.
1: Well, I'm going to tell you I love Electric. I'll give it a five out of five. I love talking music with anybody, anytime, Busting balls. My cheeks hurt from laughing so much today. Um <laughs> What cheeks hurt? Eric, I love, <laughs> you. I, I love meeting you, Eric, even though oh, yeah, I couldn't meet you. Yeah,
5: That's yeah, it. yeah.
1: Can't see you, but I, I love you.
7: I, I can't believe I met the Mooger Fooger, man. I, I legit didn't even think you were a real person. I thought there was just some inside joke or something that, you know. Did I, did I disappoint? Did I no,
1: disappoint?
7: not at all. Not
1: at all. Well, you guys can all see me. And I love you, Mark. I love you, Eric. Love you, You guys brother. be good. You guys be well. Please take care. Okay? Hell yeah.
6: Yeah, like my wife said earlier in the episode, like, share, and subscribe and join our group, man. We have a Facebook group. We're in there. Mm-hmm. We post videos. We post funny shit. Uh, the Freeform Rock Podcast <laughs> community. Get in there. Don't be a dick. Uh, don't don't uh, attack <laughs> people for things they like. Bob, hey. Uh, All right, <laughs> but let, uh, let's get the fuck out of here, guys, man. Thank you, guys. Take
7: it easy. Later. Later.
4: and my real communication But you
5: can't run but you just can't
0: eyes and this Until next time, stay free and rock on.